You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Bear. Ryan. And we welcome you to episode 229 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Flare.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, your Twitter. We're uh, also on Twitter, Twitter, at WNS Podcast. Yeah. I'm at WNS underscore okay, Daniel. Tyler is at oh, Tyler no, underscore I, I, I don't, I don't get up Ryan is at anymore. King Scorpio. 911. <laughs> 11. 911. This, this 11. Oh, 11. King Scorpio 11. Some really cool stuff. So, welcome to the show. We're also being joined by our good buddy Curtis from Hurricane Pro. What's up, guys? going? Welcome back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been yeah. too long, man. You know, I know. Yeah, I need to be more of a regular, man. Yeah, you got to get, uh, get, up, get up in it. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> jump, jump up in it, right? That's right. Jump around. Jump up and jump, 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 get, get down. down. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So, welcome to the show. Obviously, the main topic to talk about, everyone's discussing, that broke last week. Uh, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, passing away. Um, if you really want to hear our full thoughts, make sure you listen to our sports radio show. You can download the app by searching Sports Radio Beaumont, or you can listen to it on Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Central uh, by going to sportsradiobeaumont.com. But we'll talk a little bit about it as well. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll start with you, Tyler. What were your thoughts when you heard the news breaking of the American Dream and Dusty Rhodes? Because I know, I know Ben wanted us to, to focus mainly on it, and I made the mistake of talking about it on the radio show. But we'll, well we'll talk about it on here as well. It just felt unreal, um, you know. Like I haven't really truly kept up with him. I know that he was doing stuff with NXT. I don't know if he has been recently. I know he currently before he passed away was he doing stuff with NXT? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, you know it, he would make appearances on Raw, SmackDown, you know, with his boys and all that stuff. And, you know, it's just good to see him, you know. But it's just, mm-hmm. it was just a sad situation. And I didn't know he was in bad health, but he's in a better place. So Yeah. So, Ryan, how about you? What are your thoughts? Uh, man, like I said, it's a big shock. I mean, like I said, I was, I was at work, man. I didn't believe it until, you know, I had to go to the website itself and find out, you know. I mean, it's it sucks to hear stuff like that, man. I mean, over the past few years, we lost couple of good legends and this is one definitely mm-hmm. that's that's in everybody's heart no matter what man because Dusty Rose was the man I mean like you say he's a common man you know son of a plumber it just everything he said was true his character was him you know mm-hmm. like as which I could have met him you know like yeah he seemed like no matter if he was uh, a wrestler or a wrestler fan or whatever like he had knowledge all about life or about the mm-hmm. business or about whatever it is you know he could have Always seemed, always seemed like he'd be willing to talk to you. Right, yeah, just to give you some, some knowledge, you know, just to be like, hey, this is this is life, this is how it is. You know, he was mm-hmm. straightforward. Yeah, and I know, Curtis, you've been a wrestling fan for a long time, so what are your thoughts about the uh, the passing? Uh, you know, I was pretty, you know, uh, I guess, not going to say devastated, I was heartbroken because this business did lose a legend, a Hall of Famer in Dusty Rhodes. Uh, I remember Dusty as a kid growing up watching it. 
Uh, I didn't really uh, – I remember him back in the polka dot days, but I I went back as I got older and watched a lot of his older stuff, and that's where you really learn about Dusty. Mm-hmm. What you seen when he was in the polka dots, that really wasn't his gimmick. Yeah. But, you know, like Ryan was saying, you know, he was he – was, what people can grab a hold of and because he spoke on their level, you know, he come from the ditches of, you know, with like his, with his dad digging ditches, his plumbing and, and everything like that. And, uh, so it was heartbreaking and the wrestling world is definitely going to miss having uh, good old dusty roads around. That's for sure. Absolutely. It's, uh, one of those that, Often imitated, never duplicated, kind of thing. Right. So, uh, so this episode is definitely dedicated to. No one better uh, duplicate that. No, no way. I mean, you can try as hard as you can, but it's never going to be the same. But uh, this episode is dedicated to the uh, the memory of Dusty Rhodes. But we do have lots to talk about. We're going to talk about Money in the Bank, talk about Raw, a few other things. We'll just get in, uh, have some discussions. We are going to talk a little bit about Money in the Bank that took place this past uh, Sunday on the WWE Network. Uh, they had the kickoff match starting with uh, R-Truth going up against King Barrett. <laughs> uh, so what what were your thoughts on, uh, on this kickoff match, Ryan? Uh... I don't know. It was a kickoff match. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't nothing expecting anything, you know, anything big from him. I thought it was kind of funny, you know, our truth and his antics, you know. Yeah. But um, uh, other than that, I didn't take nothing from me. I mean, it was what it was. The fact that they're still devaluing this King of the Ring yeah, I mean, title. He should at least been in the money in the bank, you know. I mean. Yeah. Or any, you know, just at least give him the win. Have the King of the Ring have some prestige for crying out loud. Yeah. So, he I mean. He wear a crown and. Yeah, have a scepter and yep. a cape. That's about it. <laughs> Just like they did for King Sheamus, and yeah. we saw how well that worked out for him. So, yeah. uh, I don't know, Tyler. What were your thoughts on the matchup? I know there was the this pay per view certainly had its highs and lows. Um, you know, there were good matches and there were passable matches. So uh, I think there were three main matches that everyone is is talking about, but I don't think this was one of them. Uh, I didn't really care for this match. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I kind of missed truth and the and the light a little bit but uh i guess i i laugh at his goofiness mm-hmm. at times but i i do like barrett but i don't yeah i don't know and then the whole there's just things about him that i just don't like the you know what they're doing with him the direction the elbow pad turning inside <laughs> out that is nothing uh see i I'm with you on that one, but now I'm sort of getting in the mindset of, okay, this is, you know, the same symbolism of dropping the strap, you know, like Jerry Lawler used to do. It's like, it doesn't, it's not going to do anything to the opponent, but it's symbolizing the end is, is coming. But I feel that's a little different though. Yeah. Especially when JBL is kind of like making it like it's a big deal, like, Oh, he's turned it around. So that means it's going to hurt more. It's not like the loaded elbow pad. Yeah. He's just turning it inside out, which is strange. So, I mean, overall thoughts, any thoughts on the on the matchup itself? Nope. Shocking that R-Truth got the win? No, not really. What are you thought what are your thoughts on uh, on R-Truth with their how they're presenting him lately? How goofy and just stupid? Yeah, because, you know, back in what was it 2012, 2013 or somewhere around there, 2011 maybe. He, I should know, say goofier than usual. Yeah, he he was goofy, but he was doing his whole conspiracy thing. Everyone's out to get him. Maybe I'm paranoid, but now it's just I'm just going out there and being goofy or being very silly, sillier than normal. 
So, you know, I know they usually kept Santino Morella for that role, and it sort of seems, it feels to me like they've sort of donned our truth the new, you know, goofball. I mean, I hate to say it because he's a really talented dude, but I don't know. Do either of you guys get that feeling? Yeah, because people seem like he's a new jester. You mm-hmm. know, he just come out there and just play the part of beautiful. Especially you know? since he's coming out wearing the crown, <laughs> yeah, right? Using a plunger, plunger as a yeah. scepter. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is. I mean, Archie River really never did have like a serious gimmick in the first place. Like, yeah. I mean, though he's getting older up there now, but at the same time, it's like I, I, maybe there's better things for him. But at least he's on TV. He getting some type of screen time. But I uh, guess it's making people laugh. I mean, it's it's not horribly or horribly bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. Like I said, it's just, I didn't take them from from the match itself. It's just okay. It's a cool little warm up. Just yeah, know. something to get the crowd into yeah. it. And it wasn't that bad. It was kind of it was like it was kind of had humorous little things to mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, Barrett, I don't know. It's like it, it's dropping for him. I mean, it's yeah. okay for truth because that's the role he's playing. But like you said, it's like I don't know if he's just done something wrong to the people backstage. Yeah. But his Intercontinental run was a joke. His King of the Ring run is now becoming a joke. Like. Who did, he, who did he take off? Yeah, I know, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to see. Next matchup, we're going to talk about uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match. We had Sheamus, Neville, Orton, Kane, Reigns. Um, who else is in there? Kofi. Kofi. And, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one. That's six. Who was the seventh? Cannot recall. Huh? Was it seven? Maybe. I want to say. What would you say? What did you say? Seamus. Okay. Seamus, Orton, Neville. Okay. Reigns, Kane, Kofi. Oh, Ziggler. And Ziggler. Ziggler. Thank you very much. Goodness. So, uh, so yeah. So, seven competitors in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, overall thoughts, I didn't think this was one of the greatest ones. I didn't think it was one of the better ones. I thought it was right there in the middle. Um Nothing too flashy. I started being like a little <laughs> kid, and I start to pout. Yes, and you did. Like just kind of pitch a fit. Yes, you did. I was like saying, "Oh man, this is bull," and because uh, I wanted Neville to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no, we know Reigns is going to win. Reigns is going to win." But you know what? I'm not ready for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not ready for Reigns this time. <laughs> and then guess what? We got saved yep. by Bray Wyatt by Jeff. Jeff. Uh, <laughs> uh, by Bray Wyatt, and it. it and I was like, yes, yes, yes. And, and, and he was like, everyone that was uh, on the side right there, he's like, I don't see Seamus. I was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. And here comes Seamus. I was like, no, no. He gets up there. I was like, there's Neville. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then. I wish we would have been recording your reaction because you were like there, jumping up and, and he down. He gets up there. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a chance. And Seamus just grabs him by his hair and slowly pulling him off. I was like, no, 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 no. Why don't you just like. Hit him in the eye. What are you gonna do? And he just throws kick him, off. punch him. And Come, after that, and I was like, talk about well, his mama. Well, I, 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 I threw in some curse words, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I said I'm done. I know Seamus wins, even though I would prefer Seamus over Reigns. That's mm-hmm. just me. Yeah, but still, I want Neville to win. And I was like, Seamus and Reigns in the same boat. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I yeah. want Neville. I want Neville. Oh, well, unfortunately, it was not to happen. Mm-mm-mm. At least not this year. Maybe in future years. You never know. Ryan, what were your thoughts about this matchup? Um, I hate that it went the first match. I mean, the whole gimmick is the money in the bank, and that's the first match, and it's the only match this year because there's no more yeah. two titles. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically 
you throwing your your gimmick match at the first one or whatever. Yep. You know, it's like it was like, damn, at least make it be the middle where it's like, okay, it builds up to it. It's like, all right, here we go. You know, I mm-hmm. knew it was going to be the main event, but at the same time, the number one match is like, yeah, and and in my eyes, like. Money in the Bank has sort of surpassed the Survivor Series as far as one of the big four. Yeah. Like, you don't see hardly any importance on the Survivor Series no. matches anymore. But they don't do that like the, the traditional Survivor Series. Maybe one match yeah. and that's it. Yeah, they'll do, oh, well, we have, you know, 10 guys who just want to fight. Let's yeah. throw them together and see what happens. But there's no real big importance. I mean, they tried to do it last year with Cena, Team Cena versus Team Authority or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we saw how well that worked out for Ziggler. But... Yeah, to have to have a gimmick pay per view, and to have one match based around that gimmick, and have that match be the opening contest, <laughs> just very strange to me. Like, I mean, they made up for it by having another ladder match yeah. later in the evening. Yeah. But if you're gonna do, you know, gimmicky pay per views, which this is the problem that I have with it, you know, either do it in the mid card, you know, have it be third or fourth match mm-hmm. on the card, or Add another Money in the Bank ladder match. All right, yeah. this one's for the U.S. title, or yeah. this one's for the Intercontinental title. Like, why does it have to be strictly for? I, I probably don't want to see it. <laughs> I want for the Divas Champion. No. <laughs> Although, I would be interested to see if the, the Divas would be willing to take the bumps yeah. to, to fall off the ladder. Yeah. Like, who would, who would, really, who have, would really sell it? Yeah. They'll probably lower the belt down, have a smaller ladder, maybe. Or something. <laughs> maybe, but uh, yeah, the the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, this time around, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest. There were some good, there were a good couple of spots. Yeah. Uh, the the power bomb uh, from for Kofi onto the oh, ladder yeah. that was Neville, yeah that did not look pleasant at all. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the Neville spots, of course, the the RKO uh, to thing. Neville mm-hmm. out of nowhere. From out of nowhere, of course. Uh, you know, it, it was it was fine. It wasn't anything spectacular that you're. Oh, you got you got to watch this matchup. Yeah. Um, the outcome was a bit surprising since they've been building uh, Reigns up to win this match, yeah. and even during the kickoff, it was Ambrose and Reigns talking to one mm-hmm. another with him going, "Hey, if I win this match, are you going to cash in?" And Reigns is like, "You already know the answer, dude." And you know, yeah. ha ha ha, beers, fist bump. No, so, that's a different time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, champ buys the beers. But, uh, you know, and they, they have done a fairly poor job of establishing Sheamus since his return. Yeah. I don't feel the monster heel. I feel like it's a different haircut and a bad attitude. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and he likes to know if fans are entertained. Now, if you just got the demolishing guys, like, we got the week of just showing, like, you know, Go some, back some to the days of yeah. when he first debuted on ECW and like the just demolishing most, yeah. running through guys. I forgot about that. Yeah, like that that's the shame is that I enjoyed the most, but I mean, you're obviously not going to have that since he would have to do it to established guys and you don't want to hurt them, right, but yeah. you know, you'd have he, he would have to go up against uh, you know, Fandango or Heath Slater yeah. or you know, someone someone who's not that big of a name to well, maybe this win for him, maybe it'll throw something for him. You know, maybe wherever he cash it in on something, you know, maybe it'll be like a, I don't know, maybe it'd be some gimmick or maybe, I don't know, there's something, maybe it'll work out for him, I guess mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, you know, in the long run. I hope so, but. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I, like, I, I watched a match that I pay attention, but I didn't want to because I was ready for the <laughs> Kevin Owens and John yeah. Cena match. Yeah. I was like, nothing's important except for this match. That's blah, right. blah, 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 blah. 
That's right. So Sheamus surprisingly wins the Money in the Bank ladder match. So well, I did pay attention to that part because Nev- they 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 reeled me in and I they bit. did. I was like, <laughs> you yeah, were biting Neville. hard on that. Too. Very very. You were getting badly. ready to jump up and down. I was if like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> darn it. <laughs> expletive, expletive. Yeah, well, Curses. yeah. I said some other words. Yeah, I can't say it. Forget this show. <laughs> So, uh, so, yeah, so Sheamus ends up winning that. Uh, next matchup, Nikki Bella going up against Paige for the Divas Championship. And to be honest, I I was, I was lost focus in this yeah, matchup. Yeah, I was watching a dog video. <laughs> yeah, yes, we were. That's what we were watching. We were watching a dog. Uh, <laughs> no, that sounds bad. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. Howling. Ah! So, uh, oh my gosh, and, you know, I'm not professional at all. No, not none, what none whatsoever. No professionalism here. Uh, but people were saying that the match was okay from what I gathered, from what I saw here and there. It, you know, it, it well, seemed okay. It didn't, it didn't work out because they try to play the whole switcheroo thing again, right? Here's yeah. the thing even though the ref can't tell, they have their hair is dyed differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the other one has a, a bigger chest. Yes, so, they do, they certain, they have different stuck. features that are are different. I guess you could say. Um, but but here's the thing: if you're if you're going to allow um, Brie Bella to do the switcheroo and get the win, and I know she escapes very quickly out of the ring, so that the ref, oh, I didn't see. You know, I didn't see the switch or whatever. If you're going to allow that kind of stuff to happen, you have to have this kind of stuff happen where if she gets pinned, that's it. The ref didn't know. For all he knew, it was Nikki, new champion. But but I get where they're going. They did the whole, oh, I just tried to look like my sister by stuffing my bra with tissue and uh, and wearing her clothes. So the match. How can you still? It's it's like still it's like their hair is different. I mean, they're not. Well, it's one of those. It's one of those, you know, quick. Quick oh. motions, the ref didn't see, but Whoa, whoa, I'm stop counting. Hey, your hair is not right. <laughs> yeah. So you are Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just I didn't I didn't like the finish of this matchup. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to get Nikki to surpass AJ Lee as far as uh the length of title run. Mm-hmm. So now they're they're doing the whole switcheroo pretty fast. It's like and they they were faces two weeks ago, and now yeah. they're heels again. So and Paige is Paige is like the lone face diva now, with the exception of Natalia. But they're not even having Natalia wrestle. So I don't know, Ryan. What were your thoughts on this matchup? Uh, no, no, <laughs> nothing yeah. big came from it for me. I mean, I, I truthfully, I thought that the way she was. Hitting through all the promos, you know, on Raw, that I thought she would do like her own tweet match, have like another page looking like on yeah. the ring and try to do some type of switch that way. But I don't know. It just, I don't know what she's trying to get through over her promos. Like, you know, oh, come on, everybody, let's join up then. Let's yeah. take the Bellas down. It's like, no. You know, nobody, everybody hates you and the Bellas. So it's like, you know, <laughs> they ain't be friends with them or they're not friends with the Bellas and they're not friends with you. You know, it's like, so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get like who's going to come on our team just to come, you know, just to help. I'll tell you who I want to be the champion Naomi. Oh, I was going to say Bailey. <laughs> Hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured you know you okay. I, I mean, I like Bailey, yeah, yeah, but she's not uh on the main roster yet. She can hug that title. 
Hug it. <laughs> yeah, hug it out. So uh, Nikki somehow manages to retain her Divas title, which brings us to the next matchup that we're going to talk about, which we're probably going to talk about the match longer than the match actually took place. That is Big Show versus Ryback for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this match ends in a disqualification because Miz decided The big guy to, is actually the littler guy in this match. Yeah, yeah. he's the not-as-big guy. Um, so Miz was on commentary during this, which that was annoying in itself. So, the match ends in a disqualification. Miz decides to interfere. I mean, they started out strong enough. It looked like they were kind of wailing and banging and yeah, all that. Yeah. But to, well, to have the match end within a few minutes yeah. is kind of sad. The same they just put the, you know, they kind of built right back as this dominant, powerful uh, mm-hmm. IC champion, you know, and then didn't end the way, you know, it was kind of like saying a DQ and. Yeah. Like it started out good. They'll, you know, they'll throw him blow for blow. And then it's kind of what he said. So, Miz, I'm tired of your face. And it's like, you know, <laughs> threw somebody. What, how was he? He we went to go punch him, didn't he? Or uh, what was like the interference? Like, did he throw somebody or did he throw Big Show onto him? Or, uh, or did Big Show throw right back onto him? I can't remember. It was something like that. Honestly, I don't remember. Or, or I'm getting some mixed up from Raw. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I know they you're... did. I know uh, uh, Miz got thrown into Ryback on Raw. And Ryback was like, I got Miz on me. But, yeah. uh, uh, I don't remember what exactly they did uh, during the pay-per-view, but I know Miz went in the ring and hit Big Show and cost Ryback the match. And yeah. you know Ryback, at least at least they made Ryback look like he was disappointed. Yeah. He was like, you know, I didn't want I didn't want the win to be like this. I wanted us to duke it out and find out who's the better man. Yeah. So at least they're establishing that he wants to be a fighting champion. He yeah. wants to, you know, show people what he can do. But, you know, people are interfering in his match. Nothing I can do about that. I didn't want it to and happen. Of course, Battleground could be a triple threat. I see that. Of happen. course. Of course. Uh, you know, I I don't hate Ryback. I'm just not into him mm-hmm. as much. I I don't know. I, I just can't get into the guy. You know, I, know. I think he he you know when he first he came out and had like the, that strong oh when Goldberg he was part gimmick. of Nexus and he just he oh was, yeah that's the only thing he did it really was that that powerful <laughs> clothesline but yep, I, yep, I yep. what it do <laughs> I did like that <laughs> but I, I laughed at it every time he did that yeah. <laughs> so uh, but yeah Get big show <laughs> big show wins uh, via disqualification but Ryback retains so the next match we're going to talk about more than likely in unison uh, or. I guess we would all agree that uh, this is the match of the night. Yes. That being yep. uh, John Cena versus Kevin Owens 2. We came into this match thinking, like, how cool and awesome would it be if Kevin Owens beat Cena again? Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of, but, like, there is a chance. Yeah, know? I mean, there's always like, a chance. giving this guy the ball, so, but it wasn't to be, but it was still a good match nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Ryan, what did you think about this matchup? I thought it was real good. I mean, I was, I was more excited this than actually the the, the, the main bank, yeah, because this you know match this has been putting on or the last pay per view and just the the tense rivalry between them. You know, it's been back and forth on Raw. I've been mm-hmm. liking, really enjoying that. And you know, the, this you're always worried about second matches you know is it going to live up to the hype is it going to be better than the first or you know are they just going to go through the motions like they you know uh, like. In all, in all honesty, on all honesty, I feel that the Undertaker Shawn Michaels second match from WrestleMania 26 was too copy and paste from right, their first yeah. match. I felt like okay, we messed up on 
these couple part. spots. So we're going to try and fix that and show people what we were originally going for in yeah. this one. You know, this one, this Kevin Owens, John Cena 2 match had a lot of the similar things that they did in the first one, but they also took it to another level. Right. Plus, um, Cena did more moves. Cena Different, d- moves. Yeah, different moves. Yeah, I he, say. he got more frustrated at the referee for counting two. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he, he pulled out new moves that we've never seen him do before. The Canadian Destroyer, I'm damn near <laughs> shit myself when I see that. Because when I just talk to like, somebody's like, what's your favorite move? Like, man, truthfully, the Canadian Destroyer, like, that's one of the best moves you can ever see, man. It's like, so to see Cena do it's like, oh, mm-hmm. really, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so really, I mean, it, it, Tyler, in, in your honest opinion, which was better, the first or second one? Um, I know this sounds weird. The only, the only way it made it, well, the first one made it better because he won, and it was mm. the shocking. But like, I still bit in this match. Yeah, you know, in the second yeah. one, there in the back of my head, I was still like, oh, Cena's gonna win. But I was like, what if? Mm-hmm. What if? And they did, you know. It drew you in on that. It still drew me in, you know, all that stuff and like all the moves Cena was doing and and uh, hey, Owens can't put Cena away. Cena can't put Owens away, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like that was really cool. Yeah, uh, Ryan, did was this one better than the first? I think so. You know, like this one, I think both of them kicked out of each other's move. You mm-hmm. know, and, like it was just you know the kind of back and forth, especially the ending. You know, it, I I didn't know who was gonna win. Like yeah. I didn't know who was coming out the victor. Man, it was just. So back and forth, I just, you know, just on the edge and see this like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, I think, yeah, I think it's definitely one of these compelling matches where the fans didn't know what side it was going to go on. A lot of people had in their minds, oh, you know, they've, they've got to let Cena they get were, his yeah. win back, you know, so that you can say, oh, well, let's have a rubber match. Let's do, you know, Cena Owens three, which I am totally for yeah. because these guys have put on two incredible matches. Uh, I would have said that Cena Owens won was the match of the year, you know, just just from the action in WWE alone. This one I feel surpassed it because yeah. it, it kept you on the edge of your seat. It you know we saw things that we didn't see in the first one. Mm-hmm. The ending, you know, a lot of people thought that Cena was going to get his win back. Yeah. He did. However, the ending of the match after the matchup left you left you wanting more. Oh, yeah. So after the matchup, you know, Cena's up there shaking wanting to shake his hand saying hey you belong here and owens having none of that saying i know i know i belong here i've proven it that i belong here and he really has if they won since the second he walked out through the curtain for that u.s open challenge he has proven that he is going to be one of the top guys in this business yeah so it's you know kudos to the wwe for giving him the chance bravo for him for showing to rising to the occasion for this kind of stuff. And we've always said for a long time, Cena is not a bad wrestler. No. It depends on who he's wrestling to to bring him to that next level. Right. And Owens did an amazing job of bringing Cena up to that level. Like you know the the Cena Shawn Michaels match uh after WrestleMania 23 a few years ago. The match with uh, uh CM Punk Money in the Bank 2011. The SummerSlam match with Daniel Bryan. You know, he has had amazing matches and it's with these great talented guys and now you can add the Kevin Owens one on that yeah. list. Like this is these two these two matches are going to be on the best of Cena. Yeah. You know, you know, see him get destroyed by Brock Lesnar and come back tick, you know. Like, yeah, the, like, the extreme like, rules match yeah. from 2012. That was a great one too. It's just 
it, it takes something to bring that extra special out of out of these competitors and and these two have that amazing chemistry mm-hmm. where they work together to put on an amazing show for the fans get get, get them chanting this is awesome yeah and that exactly that is exactly what this matchup was it was indeed awesome um so even I, after the match like when when, when the, the one two three happened like when everybody knew Cena one like the mm-hmm. crowd was still excited like yeah, 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 Cena like, won. Yeah, like you know, you, you hear like a lot of boos, like you normally do if you win. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd was into it. Was like, damn, he won. Like, and and what's good is that you know, for for years we've been trying to say, okay, instead of chanting, let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. How about let's go, Cena. Let's go, opponent. Yeah. And on this one, for this match, I could hear it. It wasn't, you know, it was still a little mixed, mm. but we heard, let's go, Cena. Fight Owens, Owens fight. fight. Yeah. So that's what they needed to do, and that's what they brought out of it. And I hope, you know, we talked about this before we went on the air. I really hope that they push this matchup to SummerSlam. Yeah. That's what it deserves. It needs it needs to be one of those knockdown, drag out, right? You know, fight to the bitter end kind of things. Like, don't push, put this, don't put this on battleground. No, God, no. Just just hold off on that. Whatever yeah. you have to do. To whatever excuse you need to make for Cena, oh, I got to take some time off. Uh, my legs a little hurt because yeah. of the power bomb, or I got a stinger in my back. I need to take some time. Hold that off till SummerSlam. That's going to be a main draw. Yeah. So, will we see it? I certainly hope so, but uh, we'll have to see. But John Cena ends up getting the victory. Really good stuff. I certainly enjoyed that matchup. Uh, the next matchup we're going to talk about the tag team championships. New Day going up against the prime time players. A little bit shocked uh, of the outcome from this matchup. Uh, I was surprised. I was I was totally fine with it. Primetime players getting the victory. What were your thoughts on it, Tyler? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. I wanted them to win, but I went with um, New Day. Uh, it was fine. I'm, I'm trying to remember yeah. everything. It wasn't uh, like it wasn't like the longest match. They definitely did the, you know, hot tag for for Titus to come in and clean house and do all the good spots after that. But uh, you know, the match itself was solid. But the uh, the main story is that primetime players finally, after fans yeah. have been wanting it for so Which long, they d- deserve it. I mean, I like them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they shouldn't have split them up. Well. I think we talked about it. it really didn't matter in that time period, even if yeah. they were together or not. I think that was a time period where tag teams weren't really there were they had fallen tag, apart. Yeah, too many tag teams in that time period. But uh, mm-hmm. oh well. But yeah, they're back and they have the titles and it's all good. Yeah. So primetime players get the win. Ron, what were your thoughts on this matchup? <laughs> I thought it was good, man. I've been waiting for them to win. I mean, PTP, man, they they I've been liking since they first run, you know, mm-hmm. before the whole, you know, they broke up. I mean, I like tag team run. I actually like the new day. I didn't think they were gonna take the titles off them that quickly, you know, and, yeah, and they I sure they took them off, you know. Much longer though. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll play that road pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. They they take them off them that quick, you know. Yeah. So uh hopefully we'll get a, a fairly good run for the tag team champs. Was, I was Prime torn because I wanted I wanted them to have the titles a little bit longer, yeah. but I yeah. also wanted, you know, primetime Prime players play, yeah. to they don't want to pass the opportunity out yeah, there. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, primetime players are your new tag team champions, which brings us into the final matchup for the WWE Championship, a ladder match, no less. Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. No J&J security, no Kane, no authority. Just two men duking it out. Uh, what What were your thoughts, Ryan? What did you think about this matchup? I actually like it. Those two have pretty good chemistry together. Um I said there was no disqual. I mean, uh, no outside interference, anything like that. Just doing one on one. Finally seen that in a long time. 
uh, pretty good. The ending, I, I think that's how they should have ended. Like, you yeah. know, I couldn't see one of them grab the title. I think they both had it, and then whoever just pretty much fall down with it could be the winner. And that's mm-hmm. how I pretty much seen how it was going to happen because uh, it just didn't, it's like I said, I just didn't see somebody, just one person go up and grab the title, and like, I did it because I don't see Ambrose like quitting at all like this right. non-stop I'm not quitting until you shoot a bullet to my head you know, it, some type of way it yeah they sort of it. made him like a terminator it's yeah. like I'm gonna do my finisher I'm gonna throw you into the barricade throw you into the other barricade mm-hmm. toss you on a ladder and bury you with chairs and uh oh wait you're still getting up so uh it's yeah. gonna take everything to, to keep really you down I really thought that was gonna be it yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, I, I felt like the match was kind of drawn out. Like it was, if if they had trimmed up maybe like five to seven minutes off of that match, where there was just kind of a lull period. Yeah, uh, I felt it would have been a, a lot stronger of a matchup. But you know, they, they needed to fill time. Yeah. So I can't complain too much about it. But I enjoyed the matchup. I didn't think it was as great as uh, Owens and and Cena, yeah. but uh, it definitely was a, a good knockdown drag out brawl. Um, but one of the things that kind of irritated me, and I talked to Tyler while we were watching this, is that there were points in the match where Rollins was trying to run away, <laughs> and instead of going after the title, Ambrose went after Rollins. And I understand, you know, that it's it's the logic, oh I gotta you well, know, it's just, yeah, I gotta it's catch this guy. Tactic. I gotta yeah. But, you know, you gotta think with your head on on stuff like that, but I know then yeah, you know, had the outcomes already ready and everything, but uh, Tyler, what were your thoughts? Um, I mean, I I did enjoy it. Uh, I guess I don't have too much to say. Yeah, <laughs> I was throughout this whole pay per view. I was in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out of everything. And then watch a cat video or I mean, a dog <laughs> video, and then I watched over and over and over. <laughs> then hey, here comes uh, Kevin Owens match. I'm putting the dog video down. Yeah, and then okay, he's done. Then uh, no, I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> I really don't remember too much from it. I know I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know it sounds bad. That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, Seth Rollins did end up getting the victory after both competitors climbed the ladder, grabbed the title, and fell down. Yeah, well, that part, I, I thought, I was like, oh, no, yeah. And I know he, it looked like he had a chance of winning it, but I was like, oh, they're doing that on purpose. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, because... I wanted uh, Ambrose to get the title because I feel like he deserves it. And, like, I may not like Ambrose now as much as I liked him as John Moxley. I know it's different. You're in WWE and all that right. stuff. But, and I don't know. But this whole feud between them was so-so to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he always gets the shaft every, every match. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to lower him mm-hmm. down at all though but i i feel like he he deserves the title for a little while yeah and i think he will maybe in the next year or two i think they might finally give him that shot but you know like you said it's not it's not hurting him when he takes these losses because but he, he takes d- a lot of losses though. he does take a lot but uh he was able to shine he was able to show that he belongs in that upper tier i think he is going to be one of those future top top main event players mm-hmm. um so yeah, I can definitely see him getting a title. It's just there's so much going on in the title picture. There's so many people there right now. You got your Lesnar's, your Rollins, Cena, Orton. You know they're still up there, not wanting Make room to, for Reigns. Yeah, they're <laughs> you know they're not moving aside. I mean, I guess you could say that they are now since you know Cena's down in the mid card area with the U.S. title. But I don't know. I still feel it's just it's cluttered in that main event picture. But 
who knows? But uh, Seth Rollins, still your WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So that's going to do it as far as our take on Money in the Bank. So really cool stuff. Let's talk about Raw as we move on from uh, Money in the Bank. We open the show, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, or, uh, you know, f- forgive my manners. Curtis, are there any thoughts that you'd like to, to add to our Money in the Bank uh, review? Uh, the Money in the Bank, uh, I thought it was an okay pay-per-view. Um, you know, the Kevin Owens, Cena you know, to me, was probably the match of the night with probably the main event coming in a close second. Mm. Uh, like I said, I, the rest of the show... I didn't really give two shits about, to be honest. You know, I don't, I didn't care. I mean, to me, the whole Intercontinental title is just going by wayside. Uh, I don't buy the Ryback or Big Show or Miz. I can't stand either, neither one of them. <laughs> uh, tag titles, I really didn't care. Um, I'm not big on either team. So, you know, other than that. How about like, those Divas? Uh, the Divas. The Divas. Uh, actually, um, I can't stand the. The, the Bellas at all. Mm. Uh, I don't really know what they're trying to do with this whole bringing back the twin magic gimmick deal or whatever. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for Paige because she has to carry them sorry sacks of shits. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. And uh, hopefully, you know, in the next few months or weeks or whatever, uh, Paige will, uh, you know, get get the upper hand on the Bellas. So that's They'll have Bree handcuffed. On the uh, side of the... Or hit by a train. I really don't care. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a bit you know, dark there. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really care. <laughs> You're wishing you know, death on I, Dana Bryan's wife. <laughs> you know, I can see where they're trying to go with the Divas division and trying to... They're having to do something because the women down in NXT are just killing it, so they have to kind of step up their game, mm-hmm. and you're not going to do it with the Bellas, so you need to, like... You well, know, I will say that drop Ni- them off a cliff and then start over. With- <laughs> I will say that Nikki has at least improved her in ring. Uh, she abilities. has, she has improved, and I'm not, you know, I'm not that harsh, but yeah, she has improved <laughs> on on her in ring. But I think a lot of that is due to Paige because mm-hmm. I think Paige is carrying those matches because you know Paige is a lot better uh, women wrestler than Nikki or Bria, so I think a lot of that is due to uh, due to Paige. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but uh, but yeah, so not too bad. But yeah, let's talk about Raw. We kick things off. Seth Rollins. Well, I mean, we had the, the the tribute to uh to Dusty Rhodes before we do anything else, uh, which was a really good. You know, if it didn't hit you in the feels, then I don't know what kind of wrestling fan you are. But um, Seth Rollins coming out saying, "I'd like to thank no one but myself." Me, me, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins. You, you made a, a, a funny joke. I thought it was funny, but it's probably stupid. It's like Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Tyler Black. Yeah, that guy. Seth Rollins. <laughs> I know he wouldn't do that, but uh, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It was like I would, I would like to thank someone from my past, Mr. Yeah. Tyler Black. Yeah, uh, Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins, Seth Rollins. Really good stuff. So, well, uh, your, but all your idiot fans, they they'd be like, who? Who, who knows Who's Tyler that? Black? All your smart marks have been like, oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Got it. <laughs> that would just been a nice little. Nudge to them. Right, right, right. Hey, thanks for following me. But uh, yeah, Dean Ambrose comes out, chases off Seth Rollins, saying, I'm not going anywhere until I get my title shot or we finish this and blah, blah, blah. So Seamus decides to come out and and fight. And I was so insanely distracted by this Raw due to the amount of commercials that I lost interest in the majority of Raw. Did y'all get that feeling that it was very commercial heavy? Like the first. That's what pays the bills, man. I mean, I I mean, I get that. I understand. They had the tribute to Dusty, and then 
Seth Rollins came to the ring and then it was straight to commercial. Yeah, so I yeah. I mean, they always they always do that. I think it really hit me in uh, the Kevin Owens Ziggler match. Yeah, where they went but to commercial was twice. Three. Was it twice or three times? Twice. They went uh, in twice. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, I mean. They're, they're, it, it sucks when you're trying to pay attention to certain things, and then well, they do. I understand why they do it, but it's just how I feel. The the deal with like the way I look at it with like the you know you brought up with the commercials, the two break commercials with Ziggler and Owens. The way I look at it is like this match is is going that long that they have to take the two commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know you probably got a good 15 minute match, but it don't look like that because they broke it down with the commercials. Yeah, so you're getting an eight minute match, right? And but the match good. to me, that's what kept me in tune was because of that. It's like, well, shit, they're going to commercial. I'm going to stay tuned and see what's going to happen. And then, right. Oh, God, it's still going, and they go to another commercial. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, you I, I always kind of how I judge. That's how I judge it. If, you know, most of the time, if it's just a regular commercial, it's like, eh, whatever. I'm not that in tune. still do the stuff where you can watch in between the commercials nope. on the app? They, they stopped, don't do that They stopped that uh, two or three weeks ago, actually. So it's fairly recent that they've stopped doing the second screen. Oh, they still have an app? I don't even know. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you I, I don't ever hear them say, well, download the app, and you can see well, what happened. Yeah, now since the network came out, they don't talk about the app. Yeah. Uh, even though you. they still have the app, I have it, because yeah. you have to go through the app to watch WWE Network on the uh, on the phone. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. But, yeah, th- I felt that this was very commercial heavy, and I understand they wanted to make time so that they could show a miniature concert, which was ridiculous. Um, I mean, you can ask Tyler. I put the TV on mute. I pulled up the E3 live conference and started watching the the PlayStation announcements, which uh, they were showing Uncharted 4, which looks badass. Um, so, I don't know. This, this Raw was very in the middle for me. Uh, the the first matchup saw Ambrose versus Sheamus. I'm glad that the match wasn't a decisive win because I can't really see it going either way as far as being a clean win. Uh, Ambrose got the win after Orton caused a distraction, which prompted the lovely, uncounterable roll up of death, yeah. which WWE is so fond of. What are your, I mean, Curtis, you being a promoter, a booker, what are your thoughts on them using a roll-up for the finish so frequently? Uh, I kind of get it in a way. I guess I look at, at the things different because um, when you when you do a move like that, like a, a schoolboy, a small package, a roll-up, uh, what that basically is entailing is, okay, you're, you're putting this person over, but they didn't You have to use a finish – because it really doesn't, it did, there's no meaning to it. So mm-hmm. you leave, you get the quick win, but you're telling the story that, okay, the only reason he got this is because he was distracted by Randy Orton coming out. Right. So they do use it quite a bit. I think they could be a little bit more clever with it, you know, but then again, you know, uh, I, don't know. I don't that, know who's all writing this and, and booking it or whatever, but you know, they could have done a different way mm-hmm. of having it. You know, there's a lot of things like the whole count. Where everybody's now stays out till nine, and then all of a sudden they get this ultra boost of energy to yeah. jump in the ring right before ten. I cannot stand that. Yeah, that seems like that happens more than like the, the, the at roll seven up. they're dead. Yeah. Eight, eight they're being eaten by a vulture. At nine they're you know <laughs> under underground they're being lowered into the ground, and uh, yeah nine and a half they jump back in and they're totally fine. Right. And, Come on, man, I'm I ready to go. I I, I I rather the roll up than that crap to be honest. So. But it's uh, the thing the thing that I hate the most about what is featured in in the roll up is the distraction the fact that 
you know, they're they're taking their focus. These are grown men, okay? Like, I get it from a booking standpoint. Oh, he's got a feud with someone else, and right. that means he's coming out. But for you to stop what you're doing and walk over to the ropes to watch someone walk down towards you? Yeah, I think that could have been set up a, uh, a little different. I think they could have had out. actually, you know, the match could be going between Sheamus and Ambrose. Um not even have the music hit. Mm-hmm. Just have Orton come in. As Orton climbs up on the side of the ring, Sheamus turns around, goes after him. Yeah. Dean's there. He gets the roll up one, two, three. You still get the same outcome, mm-hmm. but that would have made a little bit more sense than music hit. Oh, look, here comes Randy Orton. Yep. My focus is now on this person, not this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it could have been a little different. I'm going to stop and stare at this guy who just came out. <laughs> right. Hey, right. I hear some music. What's going on over here? Oh, like <laughs> I, I think it takes. I think it had been more of a shock value if you if Randy Orton would have just came out. Mm-hmm. The crowd would have got it. Of course, when the crowd hears, you know, they don't hear it. Supposedly, they don't. You hear see it. the crowd stand up and look right. towards the entrance, and, and people are you know, like, "Hey, what's going on?" And oh my God, there's Randy Orton. You know, and, so from out of nowhere. Like I said, I think they could have been done a little different, mm-hmm. but. They didn't do it that way. And it's one of those things, like, that's that's sort of been a pet peeve of mine here lately as well. Whenever they do, like, a beatdown and they're ganging up on someone and the fans are chanting for someone, it's like, okay, let me wait for my music to hit before I come running out. Like, that's that's starting to drive me insane. Like, yeah. I get it. It They did it in the Attitude Era, and it worked just fine. But it's different eras. It's, it, it's two different it's times. It's different eras at different times. A smarter crowd. You know, they get what's going on. But... It's just one of those, okay, I'm watching this guy backstage getting his ass beat. Instead of, you know, coming out through the through the side entrance. Right, instead of coming down the main and entrance. rushing and rushing the ring, I'm gonna go up, go through the curtain, go up, hey, hit my music, I'm going through and play my music, and now I'm gonna run out. Like yeah. it's a little it's a little too much. It's a little too cartoony for me to right. to let it pass. But that's just me. But I don't know. Whatever. Ambrose ends up getting the win. <laughs> After that, we get a lovely one-minute matchup with R-Truth and uh, Wade Barrett, who didn't even know he was in the match because he came out wearing an aluminum foil on his head as a crown, plunger, a bed sheet for a cape, yeah. and a plunger as a scepter. He's wanting to be king. What? Uh, I'm in this match? Yeah. Are you sure about that? What you, tell me nothing. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's just... Again, it was another match that ends in a roll-up, but whatever. I don't... I kind of prefer R-Truth to beat Wade Barrett. Yeah? Yeah. And it's just furthering the devaluation of uh, of the King of the Ring prestige. King of the Ring, Wade Barrett. It's Remember like, when that meant something? Yeah. <laughs> it meant something, you know, back in whenever they started it. Macho man, dude. You know, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's Macho just, King. You know, I, I, I'm not into Barrett, really. I don't... I don't think I've ever got into that guy, uh, the character himself. I'm not saying he's a bad worker. It's just you I just get into I can't get he into, into the any of his gimmicks that they've tried to portray him as, and I mm-hmm. think that's the problem. Like, I like his voice. Yeah, he's got a cool <laughs> accent, but uh, but other than that, I mean, I think the best thing that worked for him was when he was coming out giving people bad news. Yeah, and then they just that started to get over, but yeah. he was being a heel. He was yeah. The was crowd like, well, was liking that. it, but yet he was still, you know, getting the heel, 
you know, he was talking in a heel way, and then it's like then he got injured and he had to step away for a while. That dude's which, about injury prone as anybody. Yeah. About as worse as Mark Henry. That's one of the things that I didn't get. Okay, he's injured, but he can still talk. Have him go out there, right. keep the fans entertained, keep them loving this bad news gimmick. Yeah, that's what I like about like uh, what was it? Uh, Rusev, like he's still on crutches, but he's coming out. Yeah, you know, he's like, coming out. Exactly. Exactly. Please, please, please out. love me. Yeah. Right, somebody love me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's devalued. His inner his intercontinental run was a joke. His King of the Ring run is being a joke. I don't know what they're gonna do with this guy. I don't think they know what to do with it. Really, that's, he's that's a talent, the problem. He's a talented dude, but I, I don't know with him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even going back to the Nexus days, I was like, maybe he's got that. He's got that look. He, you know, he could be that championship material. But even then, I was still kind of iffy. And now I'm just like, I How can't see it. Dare them to lower our truth by putting them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a stupid joke. Poor our truth, man. No, I've always there. had love for our truth. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy and. You know, you can tell he's a company man. He's going out there wearing tinfoil and carrying around a plunger, for God's sakes. So, I don't. I just don't know what to do. But uh, after that, we got to see Kevin Owens come out, talk about his matchup with uh, with John Cena, the awesome matchup that it was. Yeah. Uh, delivered another great promo. I love the fact that he issued the open challenge, and Dolph Ziggler came out to accept. And he's like, "Well, hang on a second. I didn't say anything hold about up, this Blondie. being, yeah, hold up, Lonnie. This I didn't say anything about this being for a title. So, uh, I mean, you can fight me if you want, but you ain't gonna be winning anything if you beat me. So, uh, really good stuff. I wish we could have seen the whole match. I'm, I'm sure it would have been pretty good. Although, you know, you can even whenever you're at the at the live events, you can kind of tell when they go to commercial. Because they'll do that, throw them to the outside of the right. ring, and they'll stay there for an eight count and hop back in, and they'll battle a little bit, go to the outside and be slow, and then they'll start picking it back up once they come back. But um, you know, the crowd was definitely hot yeah. for this match. Of uh, you know, all the wrestling fans on Twitter were hot for this match. Holy moly, that German suplex! <laughs> yes, through just freaking launched Ziggler. I mean, it was. It, I thought it was a decent match. I thought it was gonna be a little better though. Mm-hmm. I know how Dolph is a bump freak and stuff like that. But I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I mean, it was definitely an enjoyable match. It was probably the match of the night. Yeah. Um, they didn't have exactly a whole lot of stuff that could compete with it but uh yeah uh owens ends up getting the victory defeating dolph ziggler um anything to really else add from that no no your thoughts curtis uh one thing i like about owens and when he when he when he's on the mic is to me he reminds me of that guy like you know i don't give a shit like i'm Mm -hmm. here i'm gonna do what i want to do you're not going to tell me anything different, and that's just how I'm going to be. And you can mm-hmm. kind of tell that in his demeanor, the way he, you know, he don't get all amped up like a Cena or or uh, a Rock or even Ziggler and all that. I mean, it's just like, yep, you know. Until you shut me up, I'm yeah, going to keep talking. I'm going to keep yeah. talking. I'm going to do my thing, and nobody's going to stop me. Mm-hmm. Type deal. And that's what I think people. I don't know if people are picking up on that, but I think they're looking more at his match values when he when he had the two matches with Cena. Mm-hmm. Over that, I look at things a little different. I look at the whole picture. Uh, you know, I like the, I like that whole I don't give a shit attitude. Like, yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and there's nothing you can do. And what's making him such a great heel is that he's one of the few that will go out and say what he feels. Like he's actually believing what he's saying. Right. 
And you don't get that too too often anymore. Now it's just, I'm mad at you, and I'm going to hurt you, and ha, ha, ha. He's like, I, I took you out. I'm the one who did it, and you can thank me for it. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with credit with Triple H behind the scenes. I think yeah. he has a lot of his hands on the Kevin Owens promos and the matches himself because mm-hmm. he knows what the guy could do. That's why he got. That's why he signed him. And yep. he's like, okay, this is how I want you to be. And I think that I think a lot of people need to give credit to Triple H on that, and yeah, and definitely. know that this is what you're going to probably see in the next five to ten years. This is your when, next big guy when when he's you know when he. You know when when he's running things when Vince is gone because look what he's doing right now with just one guy. Can you imagine what he does with guys that well, else they come? Yeah, and it, NXT. especially NXT. Mm-hmm. And I think that's has a lot to do with it because NXT was getting so much momentum because of all these great matches with these guys that WWE was like, you know, the main roster is like, holy shit, you know, we got to <laughs> do something. How are we going to do this? We got to step our game up. Yeah, or we're and, losing our spot. And now yeah. you now everybody's having to step their game up and compete with. Your development system—that's mm-hmm. that's pretty sad. Yeah. And when the minor leagues are outshining your exactly. majors, it's uh, it's it's definitely saying something. And these guys are going out and putting on a show. Oh, they're they're putting on a great show. I yeah. mean, it, that's even even the lower guys are getting over with the crowd, yeah. which tells you something. You know, they they've got something special over in NXT. Yeah, that 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 place is just uh, that that right there is worth getting the network mm-hmm. just to watch NXT. Yeah. I mean, if if you're a fan of wrestling and you keep hearing all this talk about it, get the network and watch it. That's what it's mm-hmm. about. And you'll see what what you're seeing in Kevin Owens on now on on Raw is what you've seen in NXT when he first came. Yeah. yeah. And what's really cracking me up about you know, obviously it's cliche to say you can't please all the people all the time, and there are obviously going to be fans that are never going to never going to give up on John Cena. There's obviously those fans who don't like. Kevin Owens. What is cracking me up is the people who are bashing Kevin Owens for his size. They're like, "Oh, he's pudgy. He's fat. Blah blah blah." Like people have been saying about this about his for his entire career. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's the same people who are going out every week, going, "I'm sick and tired of these cookie cutter, you know, Vince McMahon placed guys dude, being on the top dudes." Here you go. Here's the guy totally off the grid that you would never. But look what the guy could do. I mean, I don't know how long the match was at 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 uh at the you know on the pay per view. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say at least fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen minute match, and you he's know, doing swanton's. Yeah, this guy is so. <laughs> how, how many how many guys you see that is what I'm gonna say two seventy five close to three hundred pounds? I could be way off on that on Kevin Owens' weight. Doing a climbing the rope, doing a springboard moonsault. Yeah. You don't see that. You ain't seen a big guy do a moonsault since. Uh, Vader. Mm-hmm. Vader, yeah, Vader. You know, so you know that guy is so agile as for a big guy that I think that's what what people are gonna realize. Like maybe you don't have to be muscle bound and 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 have that that typical look yeah. like everybody thinks you should have because you can look what this guy's doing. Yeah, and you know it's it's definitely outside the norm of what we normally see in the WWE. Right. Yeah. He's established his promo career obviously over the years. His in-ring ability is is top notch. So he is definitely going to be one of those top heels to be looking at, you know, in for the the, for future, those yeah. for those who aren't aware uh, that NXT exists. And I know that there are people that aren't aware that NXT exists because I posted a picture of Finn Bálor who's going to be in the next WWE video game, and people were saying, who's this guy? 
Who is wow. this? <laughs> like, are they you need kidding? To get out of the rock and and get into the real world. Yeah, like, come on, like they're sitting there going, "Who is this guy? He looks like a knockoff yeah. of Jeff Hardy." Oh, I'm no, like, no, are you no, kidding me? No, no. Even in Jeff Hardy's prime, Finn Balor can outwork Jeff Hardy. <laughs> so that's another guy that I'm I'm looking forward to to come up on the main roster. And I hope I hope he keeps what he's doing in NXT similar to. Uh, Whenever he comes out of the main roster, where he comes out normally in yeah. the uh, only, he in only the does main the paint when yeah. it's the big, the big show. Yeah. Make it special, yeah. make right, it big, right, right, you know. Right. Yeah, um, I'm and they, hoping. And he adds to it every time. I don't know if y'all noticed yeah. it over the last yeah. few ones. You know, the the first one was just normal, and, and then the second one he had wings, and he had the yeah. giant eye in the yeah. bag. That, that was, was awesome. That was I don't know who paints for that guy, but that dude major credit. Doing his, his uh, painting is the shit. Mm-hmm. I know Undertaker helps him out, like on his like his, his entrance. Like Undertaker helps him on that. Really? That's, yeah. Wow. That was pretty cool to learn that, man. Like, damn. Damn, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm so for. I'm like looking so much forward, like the next two years, because we're gonna get Zayn. We're gonna get. We have Owens. We're gonna get uh, Hideo. Hopefully. Yeah. If, hopefully. Know. I, mean, I, I think you know. Out of all the ones, he's the one I, we're. I think we're most worried about. I think it'd be okay. I think it's just you know. I was reading a story. Uh, why a lot of these guys might be getting injured is because they, you know, they've been on the road, you know, working the the circuit for you know, twelve, ten, twelve, fifteen years mm-hmm. before they even get this call, and then their body is just so beat up that. You know, it, it just happens that you know it just happened to happen like this. I think that's the Poor case. Poor timing. With, I think that's the case with Daniel Bryan as well. I think, yeah. You know, his injury isn't due to the fact of you know his time in WWE. I think it was everything prior to that. That you know, and then I mean, especially when you start getting in on the main roster, you're working 300 days a year. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to have a downtime for your body to heal. And when you when you didn't take the time off to get those surgeries in the past because you that, that was, was your, your life. that was your life if you didn't make that money you were sleeping in your car instead exactly. of a hotel you know it's it's just it's tough doing that independent circuit then you finally get your big break and you're like yes and then you get a big break in your body yeah. and you're like and you're crap down. you know well, you know <laughs> I, I wish him to come back and everything Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan but I I would say even if he had to go out WWE will take care of him oh yeah oh yeah most definitely. I mean, they've already got him doing the uh, the tough enough yeah, deal. Yeah, he's gonna be on tough enough. And I'm sure if if he were DVD forced to retire, they're yeah. gonna promote his book too. I would think. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Most definitely. And uh, they'll probably, you know, if anything, they would send him down to NXT and have people train with him. Oh, that'd be so swell. Yeah. So I mean, just so much talent to look forward to, and you know, like we were talking earlier um, before the show about Enzo and Cass. You know, yeah. big Cass. Like they aren't. The most amazing technicians in the ring, but they've got—they are just like oozing that charisma. They've yeah. got the—they got the catchphrases. They got the gimmick down to a T. Uh, you know, these guys are going to be fun to watch Fluff. in the next few years if they, whenever they get called up. And the fact that Cass is seven feet tall, Vince is going to love that. Yeah, and then you got Enzo that's like four foot tall. It just, <laughs> it just, it just makes it look different. And he's a little chihuahua barking, yeah. and you got the giant pit bull behind him what, what, what just staring you down. Come on, Spike. What are we going to do, Spike? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got I, I, Carmella, I, who's hot as hell. And <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And you can't apparently teach that. So you can't teach that. That's you can't. Right. No, you just can't teach looks. So, um, I mean, it's. The next, the next few years, I think now really, you know, you, you, we, we had the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once WCW was bought out and then you really didn't have any competition, 
and there's really no competition that can hold up to it. It just got stale. Yeah. But now I think is the time to be a really fun to, – to be a good wrestling To get fan, back into it. To get it. back into it because these next couple of years, you're starting to see a, uh, a swing of, of roster guys, new guys coming in like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Samoa uh, Joe. Samoa Joe. Didn't even talk about him. Now. So you're, you're starting to see a, a, a shift, and I think once you see it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more exciting. Yeah. Because these guys are going to be allowed to do more of They're what they They're going to be, yeah. Because Triple H is going to be like, let these guys go out, do their thing, and I promise you that you're not going to be disappointed. And yeah. that's what you're getting. And that's one of the things that I think got stale about the WWE product is like they all develop their routines and okay, here's my boring. signature. Yeah. yeah, it's oh, like okay, we know Cena's going to come out and you know he's going to do this. Mm-hmm. Same yada, you, yada, you could yada. call the match before it even yeah, happens. Exactly. And then he's going to duck and he's going to do a clothesline and then he's going to pop out at two. Well, and everyone has their set they, sets and everything. They do, but now with the with the with the fresh new talent, you're going to see fresh feuds, fresh everything, yeah. and new faces. And hopefully, Triple H will start getting some more of that power where he can say, well, "Let's get these guys doing what we hired them for." Exactly. You know, let them go out and shine. You know. Uh, one of the big reasons why I watch Raw right now is because of Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know that sucks. I mean, that's good, but it sucks just for those one. Guys. I mean, there's other people I do like. Yeah. I mean, I I do like. I mean, we're not doing too much with them. I do like Cesaro and Kid. Yeah. New Unfortunately, Kid's out on injury. Oh yeah, right he's now. out. Yeah. You know, just when that. that that's like too because I was like, you know, I love Kid and I, and I like Cesaro and it's like as soon as that momentum started to go their way with the fans. Kid gets hurt, mm-hmm. and now what are you going to do with Cesaro? Yep. You know? I, I haven't that, seen I him think since. They, I think they, they screwed up with him when they had the chance, when he first got in that elimination, when he was having those matches with Cena and Orton, mm-hmm. and you thought, okay, they're fixing to do something with this guy. Every and time they, they would they would put him out Vince there for a feeling against this guy. I don't know what it is, but know, yeah. it just pisses me the fuck off. He doesn't understand him. That's no. what it is. Yeah, he does. He's like, well, he's Swiss. I don't, I don't he's get like it. He's like the strongest guy they have. And he's like, well, we can't be Superman. We got Cena for that, so we got to give him something else. So, But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> what that, what they need to do is it would be kind of cool uh, if turn him face and then when Owens gets the United States belt, have a little feud. That'd be good. That would be good because, you know, those guys have worked each other back in ROH days. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you'd see some good stuff. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I hate to say it because I know a lot of fans would love for him to still be there, but what what a poor time for CM Punk to leave. Oh, yeah. Like, now they're now they're getting all the guys that he wanted to, to right. go up against. Yeah. And the fans wanted to see it. And it's like, oh, if you would have just but, waited a little that, longer. You know, uh I'm not going to really point the blame on anybody on that deal, but... Mm. You know, I mean, he did what least, he felt he needed to do. He felt like what he needed to do. I think he could have did a different approach. Like, hey, give me some time off. Let me come back year, in six months. Six months, a year, whatever it may be, and let, let me get my body rested. No, they wanted to, you know, of course, they just gave him some bullshit. Guys, Here's his work, And, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I think that would have been cool to see CM Punk working guys like Kevin Owens or... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these these guys, uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and, and those guys, because, like I said, now is really a fun time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Not just a WWE fan. I no, mean, you've it's got. Not, yeah, it's, it's wrestling in general. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got you got Ring of Honor. You got Lucha Underground, who's tearing it up on El Rey. It is blooming. I mean, they're, they're not getting the ratings that I'm sure the El Rey Network would like. 
Well, it's because nobody has fucking L Ray Network. That's yeah. that's true. I mean, if they were on like Destination America, that might be a little different story. Dude, that'd be awesome. Or even if you know, I know Spike doesn't want to do another wrestling show, but if Spike were to pick up oh, yeah. Lucha, you, I be... guarantee you ratings would go up. Oh yeah, they'd be beating uh, TNA. Eat well, yeah, well, easy. Maybe. Give them a couple weeks, maybe. More. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll people get, catch up on the story at first. It's like we'll get more into lucha and stuff a little later because we're still in a we're kind of getting away from. Uh, oh, oh, I don't raw. care about raw now. We're, <laughs> we're we're just having a good discussion yeah, well, right that's now. True, that's true. That's true. Doing. I didn't know if this, what is, a, you this to. is a different feel for the podcast yeah. this week. You know, we're, we're going away from raw. The only thing we're going to talk about is Kevin Owens. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's all it's the Kevin Owens show. Yeah, the Kevin Owens show. <laughs> so <laughs> get him a nice little jingle. But yeah, I mean, like Lucha Underground, they're they're absolutely. <laughs> They are tearing it up. Uh, you know, I'm loving the action that they're doing. The storylines are great. Uh, it's got that good pulp feel. Yeah, it's very dark. For sure, it, it's it's a little different. Uh, it's a little cheesy, a little hokey. It does get a little hokey and cheesy, but it works. It works, and it fits. It really that that format fits that station. I mean, if you ever mm-hmm. watch anything else on that station, it's you know. Uh, Enter the Dragons. I mean, it's always the old school movies where the Japanese guys talk, and then two seconds later you hear the voice. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it, it fits that 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 station. But you know, I, I had the opportunity to watch it a few weeks ago, and I was like, you know, I was I was digging it because mm-hmm. it's something totally different. And you know, if you're a fan of wrestling, you have to look at you can't look at it like, oh, this sucks. This ain't like. You know, WWE. Where's the pyro? It, it, that's the whole purpose. It's <laughs> it's it looks like it's shot in a an abandoned warehouse, like it's Fight Club feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's how it is. Underground. Yeah, and I, I like it. I like the whole atmosphere. At all. I think they got a really great yeah. roster there. Uh, the only thing I really hate about Lucha Underground is Matt Striker and Vampiro. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vampiro is probably. My most on-off feeling. I do not like that combo at all. I it's mean, like it's like he'll say something, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy is a what, dumbass. What and then he'll switch. He'll do a 180. Matt Striker has to make up for stuff he says and kind of explain some of the things he he says and stuff, <laughs> and like let it go or whatever. But it's like uh, two weeks ago he got involved in the uh, in the main event match with Sexy Star. Like he jumped he jumped into the ring to Vampiro that is uh, hopped in the ring to stop. Uh, oh, who was it? Pentagon Junior. Who is he? The one who breaks the arms? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was he, just this past. No, that was uh, the previous week. That wasn't this past week. Um, That's the one I he, <laughs> he hopped in the ring to to push uh, Pentagon Junior out of the way and was like, "No, you're not going to break her arm or anything like that." And so this this past week, he started the show. You know, Matt Striker's all excited. Welcome to Lucha Underground. Hey, we appreciate you tuning in. And Vampire just like slaps his hand on Matt Striker's chest. Is like, dude. I just want to apologize. I let my feelings get out of hand. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have hopped in the ring. I should just, I should stay right where I am and be unbiased. Well, he, and they did that thing anything. where he, he smashed his head against that <laughs> mirror for no reason. Like after he did it, the match, they went to a, a scene in the back and mm-hmm. he's like looking at the mirror and he kept on hitting his Stop head. Stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, 50-50 on Vampiro. Sometimes I'm like, dude, this guy is hilarious. And other times I'm like, dude, this guy's an I idiot. Let every, he's an idiot most of the time, but I I, <laughs> I, I allow it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I prefer this over JBL. The funniest so. thing is is when he cracks on Conan. Like, <laughs> he, he, he'll he be that biased commentator like, okay, I'm going to call it down the line, but as soon as Conan, 
Uh, that dude's a piece of shit. Oh, he, he hates Conan. <laughs> he steal from he re- you. He really hates mm-hmm. Conan, though, I, th- I, I think. I think they really do have a hate hate relationship. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm curious you know, like as to what. If JR was there calling it with, you know, anybody, I think it would be a lot better. But Well, yeah. I know it's, it's anything. different, but I still, pref- I know it's bad. I still prefer Vampiro over JBL. You're I'll, fucking crazy. I'll, no, I'll, I'll second that. How, are, I'll how second in the that. hell is that even possible? I fucking hate JBL. JBL is great. He puts over he everything. Oh, no, he does yes. not. No, himself, he does not. Himself? He puts no. himself over. He will put over. Listen here, Maggle. I mean, just like, you you know, like, it probably killed him, but, you know, the Miz is out there, and he's cutting his, and he's putting him over like he's the greatest thing to walk the earth, and I'm thinking, you know this he, guy hates the Miz, but he has to do that. He puts over, and he'll bring up shit that from the past, like, oh yeah, yeah I remember when he, you know, worked so and so, blah 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 blah. I like book and and JBL <laughs> and Cole are, I think are great. I like that that trio right there, a lot better than that I stupid still- Byron Saxon oh. dude <laughs> and that Todd Phillips guy, or whatever the fuck his name is. Is that Corey? Uh, who? Corey Graves. Corey Graves. Oh no, I don't like Corey Graves. <laughs> the only guy I like in NXT is Rich. Uh, Rich Brandon, and yeah. that's just because he worked for Booker, yeah. and that's that's where he got to start. Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, bring Rich in to call SmackDown. The or reason why on. It, uh, the reason why I say that about Vampiro because it's goofy and, and I, I like stuff like that. Uh, but I know JBL. <laughs> I feel like he just shits on everything. Well, I think I think like when the whole Ascension thing was there, and he was shitting on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was funny because it's like, well, I kind of see his point. Like you know, these guys are trying to do so, and he's like, you know, who are you? To come in here and try to be somebody you're not, but then but, but he that's puts the thing. over he's, he's, but he puts over a lot of guys just like the whole deal with you know uh, when Dean Ambrose you know had the title up until the Money in the Bank he's like this guy's a common criminal he should be locked up I mean he just made it seem like okay he is all about Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins is right and Dean Ambrose what Dean Ambrose is doing is wrong and he helps commentators have a big job and that's helps sell whatever that storyline is. And I think JBL does a great job. Well, what was it where it was it was a pay-per-view or last Raw where he shit on a hill Kevin on Owens. certain things. It was Kevin Owens, but then it was he from, didn't uh, shit the on Seth Rollins. He, he shit on Kevin Owens for the actions after the match, but then he flipped the script and he's like, oh, I understand why he did what he did. So now it was like, you know, at the time he shit on him for you know giving him the power bomb on the side of the ring, but then after Kevin Owens explained himself, he's like, oh, "I see his point. I don't blame him. He don't need to tell. He, look what he's done. You know, he, he beat a 15-time world champion. So yeah, I see where he's coming from. So I'm not gonna say he shit on him. I think at the time that's what was he was supposed to do, but I think <laughs> he covered it up when he was like, "Oh, I get it now. I see why he did what he did. He don't need nobody's approval. Look who he is. Look what he's done so far since he's been here. Ah. Uh. I just still I can't I can't get behind JBL. I, I, I he just banter's for too much. I, for too I mean long. I I loved him from the matchup. Like in, it, I feel like it doesn't enhance the matchup. It takes away. It's more like listen to me and listen to what I'm saying. And when him and Book get into it, that's the funniest <laughs> shit ever, right there. I like it. What do you think, Booger? Booger, <laughs> Booger team, Michael Cole. <laughs> like we had all kinds of scraps in the in the past. Yeah, I mean I I loved him when he was in the ring. He was like the most hated heel. Ever. Yes, yes. Causing riots. That's what he was all about. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know if it's just his delivery or what. I just can't get behind JBL. Well, also, 
they've done a lot of times. Michael Cole and JBL. When I, I don't know if they've done it recently, but they'll talk about stuff about themselves, and then they won't pay attention to the match. Yeah, yeah I don't think that I haven't really heard a whole lot of that here lately. But yeah, I know I what you, I do know what you're talking about. They're like just kind of ramble on about. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I brought cracking, my dog to the, the groomer today and cracking jokes and all right. that. And like, I get that the crowd isn't into the match. The match isn't that good, but don't take away from the match even further. Well, you got when you got somebody in your ear telling you what to say. What are you going to yeah. do? You can't cross the boss. I guess. So. Like okay, if if he's gonna go out there, if he's gonna be in their ear and say, "Hey, just shit all over this match," why are you even putting this match on? That's because the crowd ain't into it, and he's like, "Okay, just shit on it," and then we'll be we be, we'll be done with it. Well, yeah. if you think about it, it's probably smart. You know how like the fans like to take over the show sometimes. Let the commentators just shit on it for you know. I don't know. But the thing is, the crowd don't hear the commentators, so yeah. so that's for the people at home. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's what, hey, this show is bad. Hey, Stop you know listening. That, we knew that you were at a show one time, and you did try to hijack the show. <laughs> so guess what? This is for you. This is for the time you tried to chant, "We are awesome." <laughs> so I don't know. Where were we? Oh yeah, raw. So raw. Kane defeats Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. let's talk about NXT. <laughs> Yawn. <laughs> I just. Uh, I just think Kane needs to stop. I mm-hmm. mean, yes, I mean, he's still in great shape for probably, I mean, say he's close to 50 or around 50 Somewhere or around 50. There. But I think it's like, okay, you know, you, all these guys are like, oh, look at you. You know, you used to be Hillfire and Brimstone and the, the devil's favorite demon, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's like the guys are cracking on you because, you know, you're playing this different character. It's like, if you're going to be the director of operations, Stay the fuck out of the ring. Just be director of operations. Be basically a general manager type role and just stay out of it. Uh, He's Doug, 48. Doug likes uh, 48. Yeah. Well, 48 Doug loves him being in the main event scene and on the TV. <laughs> Doug's full of shit then. <laughs> no, nah, he hates it. He hates I love it. you, Doug. Interesting <laughs> fact about Kane. He was actually born in Madrid, Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. I did not know right? that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about all that. I remember Kane when he was... Uh, Glenn Jacobs, DDS. That's uh, Isaac Yankum. All right, yeah, I was with Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, Sorry, who's Glenn Jacobs? <laughs> you know that other guy. Yeah, he was that one guy. You know, he's got two kids. Well, wow. his daughter's pretty hot. I seen a picture a while back. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He's been known as Angus King, Bruiser Mastino, Christmas Creature. I like that one. Uh, uh, they should bring that back. Fake yeah. Diesel. Oh, yeah, I remember him as fake Doomsday, dude. Doomsday, Isaac, Isaac Yankum, Kane, Mike Unabom, and Unabom. Wow, that's uh, yeah, that's great. Know, that's Trained cool. by Dean Malenko. Oh, wow. Good hmm. stuff. I mean, he's still, he's still I mean, in like good shape. I mean, like I said, he's a great show. I just think, like, it's you know, time. It's time for him to, like, okay, you know. Let it go. I mean, he's done everything he he's, can do. Yeah, really. he, he's, you know, he's been champion on several occasions, tag champion. They brought the mask back. They brought it the back. They, took, they should have I hate, you know, they should have just really kept it on him, but whatever. <laughs> he couldn't breathe in that thing. Well, he could have changed it up like he does now. Yeah, that's why they did the the half. They, yeah, the, they keep the nose and, right. and mouth open. I couldn't imagine doing a match like that. No. Where, where it was just that little slit yeah. in, the, in the nose. Oh, my God. Yeah, That, that had, had to have been be. torture. But, you know, I mean, they, you know, like how many times he's been recreated and, and look where he's at now. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's a company man and, you know. He'll go in the he, Hall of Fame. He'll be definitely a Hall of Famer for sure. 
and I mean, like I said, uh, he's had a great career. It's just I think it's time, really. Someone tweeted at me uh, during Raw asking me if I thought Sheamus would be a Hall of Famer. I said, if you give him a solid heel championship run, like like over the course of the next two or three years, you give him maybe one or two more title reigns, I'll say yeah. But at this current moment, nah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I like I like Sheamus more as a heel than I did a face. Absolutely. But I don't know who came up and said, "Okay, we're gonna you're gonna come back as a heel, and we want you to put these." Anal bead looking things in your beard, <laughs> and we want he's you going for the whole on. like Viking look. I'm thinking, well, he's Irish. There's well, the, Irish the show, Celtic Vikings. warrior. And- uh, but I, I'm not digging the mohawk, and then you know, I, I, I liked him when he was a heel before, and I think that's how they should have kept it. But yeah, his devastating heel yeah. run in ECW and just I, I like taking that people out more than the this. I like the new entrance. <laughs> that he has i think that's pretty cool but yeah. the old look just needs to disappear mm-hmm. so uh yeah i mean back to raw kane does end up defeating orton after uh after some help from sheamus because kane decided to make it a no holds barred match which they always do that too which if okay since you're a booker promoter all that good stuff uh you have a close relationship with a, a jackass named richard cranium uh what, in your opinion, should the WWE just get rid of all the technical names for these stipulations? Falls count anywhere. Well, with the exception of that one, because a pinfall can actually occur outside of the ring. Right. Okay. Street fight. No disqualifications. It's all the same. No holds barred. Yeah, it's all the same. All the same shit. Just give it one name. Yeah. Instead, and you have that because no holds barred originally meant a move that was banned that you can now use. Right. I mean, a street fight, you're not in a street fight and you're in an arena. You you just come out in jeans. Half the time <laughs> they just come out in gear and I think like that's kind of yeah. dumb, you know. They like to do those at the house shows. They'll name the the city name and right, Chicago yeah. street fight, Boston street fight, I, Beaumont I just, street fight. I just think it's dumb because like I said, you know, back then when you had a no holds barred or a street fight, it actually meant something. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the you see them things. We're going to let the people vote on what his match it is. It's like street fight, no holds barred, or no DQ. And it all it's the all the same thing? anyways. Yeah. You know, so it's it's really stupid. Like, that, you know, they've – that's the one thing I hate about WWE is they've really killed a lot of the gimmicky matches mm-hmm. like like that. And now it's just like – Like, okay, for some of these matches, there should still be disqualifications. Like, the no holds barred. Right. If you use a weapon, shouldn't that be considered a disqualification? Exactly, yeah. And it's just it, – They just they just kind of do their own thing, and yeah. people are like, oh, okay, I get it. Oh, it's perfect. Works out Works out well. I guess kids don't know the difference. Nah, they don't. They'll figure it out when they're 13, 30. yeah. Something like that, eventually. So, uh, after that, we got to see Miz defeating Big Show via countout after Big Show threw Miz into Sheamus and – yeah, okay, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, getting all up in my face. I got Miz on me. Oh. Feed me yeah. s'mores. S'mores and whores and other shores. Well, I'll take the whores for sure. <laughs> yeah. Feed them to me. I mean, shit, I ain't going to complain I'm going there. to the beach. Feed me shores. Yeah, I'm I, trying to make I, it I just, that whole, that, I was shocked that they even put the title on Ryback to begin with. It's like, the big guy. <laughs> I never, I've never seen that coming. Like, I figured yeah. Sheamus for sure was going to get it. At least that would be a little bit more believable, but. They had other plans for him for Mr. Money in the Bank. I didn't see the Ryback. I mean, help put it on Neville for good sake. Yeah. I don't care anybody but Ryback. 
Uh, I mean, it's his first title. Who so. cares? Well, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are never going to get getting, title he's, matches. He's yeah. getting over with the crowd. He came out and shared his little sob story, and the crowd was into oh, it. Oh, that's right. And... I, I didn't shed a tear on that one. Oh. Feed him Cracker Barrel. That's right. Hey, you guys got a Cracker Barrel around here? So, uh, okay, here's a good question. Uh, Seamus is Mr. Money in the Bank. Uh, how long do y'all think he holds on to it, and is he successful in the cash-in? No. And who does he cash in on? <laughs> I doubt if it's Brock Lesnar, I tell you that. <laughs> that, that might be a like, good I'll be damned if it happens to me again. Yeah, that might be a good matchup between them two. I mean, to see them two fight, they're both brawlers, but I don't see... Uh, for me, I would much rather see uh, Seth Rollins go up against Lesnar than I would see Sheamus go up against Rafa, Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Sheamus is the bigger guy and the brawler guy, but to me, he is not... I don't know. It's I feel like Seth He's Rollins is on, Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna test Brock against everyone though. But oh yeah. Going back to Sheamus though, I don't know when and where or how. We're gonna pass the Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar point right now. Somehow <laughs> Dean Ambrose gets the title. I don't know how. But guess what? <laughs> Sheamus casts in on him and wins. That's it's possible. I don't know what happened in between. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I give at least about. I don't know. I think about three months. He'll cash it in. I don't see mm-hmm. him waiting another like being a full year. It'll be a while before somebody's cashing at WrestleMania anyway. So I just think it's probably be pretty you know, quick cash in. I think it's what he win or lose. Like you know, he be mm-hmm. capitalized or. I think like, he's gonna lose it. Yeah. I think if he cashes in, he's gonna lose. I think it would be a very interesting story if he's the first person to not cash in. Ah, he'd be the second person. Well, aside from uh, Cena didn't win it either when he he cashes no, in on CM Punk. No, what I mean is. Like not even a full year. Give the, even. give the briefcase to the ref. Oh, that's what I meant. Oh, no, okay. San, sh- Sandow uh, unsuccessfully oh, and right. Cena yeah. unsuccessfully. But um, Kennedy oh. got taken away. yeah, Kennedy got his taken away by Edge. Didn't they um, used to be able? To, what what the money in the bank? Like you could cash it in on any contract when it yeah. when it first started. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. it's basically oh he's guaranteed himself a world title match whenever he wants to cash it in. It's like so I wonder if they're gonna go back to that or if they're just gonna leave it at a world title. Makes you ponder. Yeah, because that's, I mean, that was the big, uh, the big yeah, glory yeah. about it. It's like you can cash in on any champion, anytime, right. anywhere. And I guess, you know, it was one of those, well, why would I go for one of the minor titles? I want, I want the big one. That's so, but I, I don't see Sheamus as a main event player. I think he's, he's, he's where Ziggler is. Like Ziggler's never, I don't think Ziggler's going to win another world title. Yeah. Uh, just because of the fact. So he's going to be that. They that, had an opportunity mid card level where he's just almost he he can still work you know main event matches and with main event guys he's just not going to get that that, mm-hmm. that title again. They had and a I think chance. That's where shame is. They had a chance with Ziggler after the Survivor Series when he won. He was yes. the lone survivor. Yes. This yeah. was your chance to build this guy, establish this guy. Hey, no, nope, screw you that. We're just going to make you disappear for a few <laughs> weeks, make the fans forget <laughs> about it, not mention it ever again. Right. Move but on I, I can lives. picture some sort of feud. Between Lesnar and Sheamus, I don't really want to see it. I can't see like, it. Oh no, we're gonna get this this brave, this warrior guy who's not afraid of no one versus this beast. The beast versus the Celtic warrior. They, I mean, I, I feel like they see like, oh, there's something in this. I don't, but you know, I I kind of I have a feeling they're gonna shop Lesnar around. You know, to people mm-hmm. he's never fought before. Well, know? yeah, because well, I mean, he's coming back as a face now. Two years. So he, he has got, a two year contract. Yeah, he has an opportunity. Uh, I think the rumor is that they're going to have him either face uh, The Rock or Triple H at WrestleMania. So that oh, that part's Triple out. 
I mean, they've been talking about Brock versus Rock for the past two or three years now. I don't even want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see that either. I would much rather see him go up against Brian. It doesn't even have to be for any title. Yeah, they I'd rather just... see Lesnar, Brian, or Lesnar, Owens. I mean, yeah, that'd that'd be really would be, yeah. that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think what the deal with Sheamus is, I think he's going to get into some storyline, and the contract's going to be on the line, and he's going to lose it. Yeah, That's how I see that panning out, to be honest. One of the one of the things that's really making me interested in WrestleMania for this coming year is the addition of Kevin Owens because everyone is talking about oh I have all these fantasy matches I want to see you know Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brock I want to see this guy versus this guy and now it's like oh we get Kevin Owens tossing this mix now he's going to be a top player by the time WrestleMania rolls oh, yeah. around I wouldn't be a bit surprised if you don't see Balor in there by WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. That'd be Royal a, Rumble would be a perfect spot to bring oh, him in, man. Yeah. and make Get a that big entrance. splash Come in, with yeah. the entrance, the whole nine yards. And everybody's like, "What the hell? Who and is then, this guy?" Yeah. So I would be a bit surprised. So I think WrestleMania is going to be really cool this year, just mm-hmm. for that fact of the Owens and possibly a couple of other guys coming from NXT. I could even see them giving the Rumble to Owens. Oh, I could definitely yeah. see that. That would be sick. That'd be uh, that'd, that'd be, that'd be, be crazy. I think by that time he would he'll be that. That would be star. at that level. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Knowing knowing how Owens is and how much of an influence behind him with Triple H. Yeah. And he's good by himself. He doesn't even need Triple H. But, mm-hmm. I mean, with all that, yeah, yeah. I see it. That would be sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, But you couldn't have him go up against Cena because I don't want him to get the 16th to tie with Ric Flair. No, no, no. But it, I, that would I be a think, really great match. Really, I don't think Cena is going to be in the main event for a while. I think yeah. because this is a chance for them to try and get some is, of the new this guys. This is something new, and I think this first deal is with Owens. Mm-hmm. And you see how well it's working out. I think Owens will eventually, whenever the the, the U.S. title match will be between Cena and Owens, I think Owens is going to cash it or win it, and then you're going to see Owens moving to the next level, yeah. and Cena's going to pick up the next guy that comes in mm-hmm. and help build them up. I think I think th- they're doing now what they should have been doing five, maybe six years ago, yeah. and that is starting to establish the next generation of, of they wrestlers. They didn't have them then, though. If you really think about it, they didn't have yeah. those guys five, six years ago. Right. Now they have that crop of guys, so now you can mm-hmm. do that with yeah. with these guys that are around, and I think that's yeah. – I think you're going to start seeing more and more of that now. I mean, back when they, the the last wave that we got was their ECW initiative. That was where you saw Kofi Kingston. That's right. where you saw Sheamus. That's where you CM saw Punk, yeah, all those guys. Uh, yeah. All those all those guys who are still mainstays for the most part. There were a lot of guys that have fallen to the wayside since then. But uh, this is definitely a new wave. They're they're sort of saying, well, let's give these guys a chance. Let's put Rollins versus Ambrose for the main event. Let's see what Reigns can do. Let's see what Wyatt's got. You know, they're and hey, now now we've got all this NXT talent on the way. Let's bring them right. in and and show the world what they can do. So it's going to be a very exciting time to be a WWE fan, and uh, I'm glad that other companies are now having to play catch up in order to do that. Right. Uh, so they're having to step up their games as well. So it's sort of building even more. I know we don't really talk about TNA uh, too much on this show, mostly because I don't watch it. Me either. Tyler I doesn't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have it. Destination America. A lot Sorry. of people don't watch it anymore. But the one topic that I did want to talk about that I found very interesting was they made an announcement this week that they have redesigned the X Division title. Yeah. What was wrong I, with the X Division title? All they did was paint it. 
They went from blue to green. That's oh, it. Oh, wow, man. Same style. I'm thinking it was you the spend exact more money style. on getting new titles or whatever you do, then you need to be turning around well, and into your own product. Yeah. Let's bring back the Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras belt. No. <laughs> do not do that. Is Jeff Hardy anything? even still there? I he's, mean, yeah. he's out with an injury. I think he like broke his leg or something like that. Well, he's out know. with injury, but Willow's still that. Yeah. No, it was. He, he was... Um, I read like he was he was going up for like a he was, it wasn't a wrestling incident he was uh, on his bike and he came down and I think he crashed and broke his leg doing <laughs> oh, that yeah. yeah well that's just a good reason for him to get back on the pills oh <laughs> so uh, yeah I mean that's that's the big uh, TNA topic that I wanted to talk I, about I did read that today I seen where Dixie Carter posted the new picture I'm like they got a new belt did they just get one I look at him like oh, the exact same belt it's the same belt they just painted it for blue to green yeah. um, Woo! I'll I'll catch up a little bit uh, yeah. on YouTube every now and then. I'll drop in and see what's going on. Then every time I I, I tune in on YouTube, I'm like, this is different. <laughs> like they're different. And I thought I didn't. Uh, I checked it not too long ago, and they were a different person. And oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I watched it a couple of weeks ago for the first time since they moved to Destination <laughs> America, and I was like, I was lost. Like I was lost before. I'm really lost now. Like, <laughs> I, how does people follow this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, and there, like are, there are big TNA fans out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's like, how do you follow this? Like, there's, you know, I could stop watching WWE and I bet you I could follow something six months down the road of, right. and mm-hmm. pick up right where I left off and go, oh, okay. That makes okay, sense. Okay. So this guy is now. This, I don't know, man. It, it's a weird. Yeah. When y'all said about uh, who, who Austin Aries and, uh, uh, Rick Rude or uh, Rick Rude. <laughs> <laughs> that'd Robert be pretty Rude. sweet, man. Yeah. I say Bobby Rude on that. Bobby Rude, yeah. Bobby Rude, like they attacked him, like they didn't see that coming, like you know. Yeah, top heels or whatever. Was yeah, that? Uh, dirty, dirty, dirty heels. heels. But they were attacked him before on when they were on Spike, you know. And okay, I was yeah. okay with that. And then, like I said, now they got a name with them, and yeah, you know, like I said, the episode I seen it was the Wolves and and uh, and them, and that was unbelievable match, and. Uh, think WWE passed the buck when they let the Wolves go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. What could have been? What could have been? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It's like TNA is has fallen so much in the past few years. I want there to be competition. I want them to be able to succeed. It's just they're making so many poor choices. Well, I, I'll give you that. Remember the time where they came to Beaumont? Their house show yeah. was freaking awesome it was amazing it wasn't yeah. a packed house no. there was a good crowd yeah but you know i love the fact that they do the the meet and greets for free come up and get take a picture we'll sign your well, you know if you buy our program they'll sign the pictures and all that i thought that was great i took those pictures out of the book put them in a frame hung them on a wall i thought that was amazing i had a great time at that i i you know i just wish that they would uh make smarter choices oh here, here's a question and, I, and i've talked to this with some other other uh, fans as well. If TNA was smart, and they would have got, <laughs> yeah, if, that's a big if they got guys like you know Sami Zayn or Generico or Kevin Owens uh, or Samoa Joe, some, they you know they kept Samoa Joe. You got you get Prince Devitt. You get you know you get some of these name guys that are big on the indie levels that follow them wherever they're going to go. You'd have probably had a better ratings because people are going to be like okay let me see what these guys are going to do here do you mm-hmm. think they'd have the same success in tna as they do in wwe uh no i don't think they could handle them right no. but the only time i thought they did good was back in the older days when they had some of their tna originals and stuff that people that were part of roh 
even a little later when Samoa Joe was on his undefeated streak, that that time period was pretty good, and I think they did right with a lot of the guys. But after that, eh, it's know. yeah, it's all in the writing. The matches will prove themselves. They would have they would have had phenomenal matches because TNA lets their guys go. Right, they're like, if you want to go out there and tear down the house, you make sure you do it right. You know, go out there and and burn the house down. But uh, the writing is just so terrible. It's just. The storylines are yeah. shit. I still cannot. I I still can't. You know, go past the we're gonna hide in this hallway with a zoom in oh, camera. Yeah. Instead and, of just interviewing somebody, they're like they're stalking them. Like yeah, we're stalking you. We're stalking you, and we were picking up everything that you're saying two hundred feet away. Right. The Mickey James and James Storm. Uh, that's a weird thing. thing. That's one of the seasons. One of the seasons. One of the episodes I seen was. It's like a love triangle. I don't really understand. But what? But what got me it. is that, and I'm just a stickler for the small details like this. WWE is guilty on it on several occasions. It's when you're using a security camera oh, to yeah. follow someone. Not only are you hearing everything that they're saying, but it's in 1080p. Yeah, it's like I mean, security- I got security cameras at my work, and I can promise you, they don't pick up that damn well. Yeah, that they don't pick up the audio. They don't pick up anything. Yeah. So There's it's kind of like stuff. when WWE did that. What was it? GTV or whatever. All of a sudden, it just appeared. And it was like, what the hell is GTV? And then it just disappears. I like, mean, Orton, I don't even remember that. Orton and Barrett uh, a few years ago, oh, yeah, the they elevator. had that bra in the elevator. I'm like, that oh. is crystal clear quality <laughs> in an elevator. In black and white. Yeah. It's perfectly clear. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I just, I, I'm just a stickler for that. It just, I, I get instantly turned away from stuff like that. And the fact that, TNA emphasizes on it. They're like, you know, we're gonna use this. So they're also much. guilty of bringing anyone and everyone in mm-hmm. who they can. Yeah. They don't keep them for that long. Yeah, people come and go so fast in TNA. Oh my god! It's like it's we're here for a one-off. I think Bully only, Ray. We're I, here one time. Well, I no. think the only people left there that that was in WWE that are that are still with TNA is I think it's just Kurt Angle and Anderson. I think that is the only everybody else. Ethan is Carter. Gone. Ethan Carter. Yeah, but he was in development, and I can't stand that son of a bitch at all. Like, <laughs> I, I don't get the gimmick. I don't think he should still be undefeated. I don't. He is not that uh, guy. I don't know. I, I, I feel different. I like him better than I did like him in WWE, though. I just, I don't know. I like the more serious character, and mm-hmm. that he came in with. You know, I'm Dixie Carter's nephew, love nephew, child, love child, <laughs> nephew. No, I. But uh, is there anyone else? Oh, Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Well, she's really not a mainstay. I think she was just in. Well, because she got pregnant and had a kid, so she had to take time off. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't even. Th- I think she's just doing this one little run last I heard, and then after it's over, mm-hmm. then she's going home to, you know, breastfeed her kid or something. Yeah, Gail Kim there. Gail Kim. There. Yeah, Gail she's still, still there. there. Yep, she is. She's left and came back. She's in a feud with uh, Taryn, I believe. And then also is uh, what's her name? There is uh, Kong. Yeah, still, Awesome Kong is still there. She yeah, and, but she uh, was a TNA before she was in WWE. No, 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 yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I know that. I'm but she and Gil Kim saying. actually joined forces I to go she, up man. against the Dollhouse. Yeah. I wish. Yeah, the yeah. Dollhouse? Is this like a prostitute ring thing or something <laughs> they got going, like the Cat House? Well, I don't really get it. From what I've gathered from the one episode of TNA that I've watched in the last six weeks, um, Taryn Terrell is, I guess, the Knockouts champion. Right. And she's so. trying to do like the whole I'm blonde slash Barbie kind of thing and so shoot me now she's this sweet and innocent 
person, but I'll tear your heart out, you know, kind of thing. So she's got she's got two followers that play in her dollhouse with her, and uh, I I don't know. Taryn Terrell, formerly known as Tiffany, yes, right? uh, Jack which, La- Jack Swagger's uh, girlfriend, which is very strange for me. Because when I when I watched her when I watched her when she was in ECW or the WWE ECW version, and then I saw her appear on TNA, I was like, that is not the same person. Yeah, it, 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 she looks so, so different. different. Yeah, it's a complete different person. I don't know if she had like facial reconstruction or something or or what, but I I'm like, there's no way that's the same person. They look so different. She's got a kid with Drew McIntyre though. <laughs> Oh no, it wasn't Jackson. It was Drew McIntyre. Yeah, like, that lovely assault charge when the cops were called. Yeah. I think he's there. Or maybe he was there. I think he was. Maybe he just did the overseas when they were in Scotland or wherever. He, uh, yeah, he I don't know if he's still now. there or not. I know the episode I was. He's he's nobody there. ever made mention of him. So he's in a group going up against uh, MVP's group. Oh God, that <laughs> guy's still there too. Jeez. Yes, boring, so. boring. Yep. But uh, I don't know. It's it's TNA is a lost cause. It it, it really is. You know. Yeah. It, they're not gonna ever compete. Just like when they tried to go, you know, an hour before on Mondays, and they were gonna go live. I'm like, this has got f- <laughs> failure written. Of course, that was when Bischoff was there, so he was trying. Hogan to was still there. Yeah, he was trying to relive the you know the Monday Night War thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna do it with that talent. I don't care who you are. No. So. But I mean, at least Ring of Honor's still there. They're they're now yeah, on Destination America, so they're they have a larger crowd than uh, than TNA mm-hmm. does. Oh wow! Because they're on Sinclair and Destination America, whereas TNA is just on Destination America. But have... but it's 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 reruns that you've if you get it on any Sinclair broadcast, then you've already seen it. So why are you gonna watch it again on Wednesdays? Well, it's for those who don't have Sinclair. Oh, so oh, and. I don't have Destination America, so I'll watch it on Sinclair. There you, there go. you go. And you're all set. And you can watch it twice, Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. If you wanted to. Yeah, so really good. So, Adam Cole coming back. The Kingdom? Adam Cole, the Kingdom, part of the Kingdom or something? I think so. Yeah, really good stuff. I want to, I need to get back into Ring of Honor. Like I said it on my DVR, and I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. I, I When I remember about it, it's normally like Sunday at like <laughs> 3 o'clock. I'm like, Look at, oh, yeah, the Ring of Honor, I'll go record it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if there's a game or something on those channels, you you might as well record everything from now until six in the morning because you don't know what time it's going to come on. Once yeah. I get a new cable or new package, or that I'm going to like have it set to record everything. So get all of the channels. Like, hey, guess what? Oh, uh, it's this time. Guess what? I'm going to watch all this because I'm not going to catch it when it airs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you got Lucha Underground. We've already talked a little yeah. bit about that. They've uh, they finally announced. That the uh, the ultimate lucha is going to be coming up, which means we're coming up towards the end of season one. But I they are it, coming back for season two. Yeah, I do know that for a fact. Well, I think the question is, you know, are they still going to be on El Rey? I, I think, think so. Yeah, oh, I, think, good. I think I think El Rey is going to pick them up for another season. Awesome. They're 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 really good. It's just highly entertaining. That incest mm-hmm. source tells and, me that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I love everything. WNS podcast exclusive. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because actually, I was, uh, I didn't know when they filmed or, you know, I didn't know if they had seasons or anything like that, but I was talking to uh, a talent that works there. A source. Uh, 
I'm actually going to California. So I messaged him. I said, Hey, uh, you know, I'm be heading out to California. When do y'all do y'all's tapings? He's like, you know, well, you know, we're all pretty much done up until, you know, when the season ends or whatever. And then we're going to start back up for season two. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I know they got everything filmed for, you know, the first season. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to start back, I think in August, I think to start uh, filming for season two. I hope they put on DVD. That'd be nice. Maybe they'll get on Netflix. I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah, on that'd be good too. That'd be cool. Yeah, you know who knows. Yeah. I'd buy it on on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, definitely. That'd be awesome. Be yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool vibe they got there. Like I said, I know yeah. we talked about it earlier, but yeah. What are okay? We we've discussed this on the podcast a couple of times, and we want, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, do you think Lucha should ever tour? Uh, because I. Don't think, I, I it would have to be in select cities, I think, for mm-hmm. them to, to for them to really draw. And see, our our thought process on it is that the temple is a character of it all of itself, right? And if you take something out of the temple, then it kind of loses its. Yeah, if you're like, oh, we're at this arena now, <laughs> right? You know, hey, this it, little uh, office. Yeah. I mean, I, this, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they should like tape the shows anywhere but the temple. But mm-hmm. if they want to do house shows, oh yeah, I think that I thought that you know I think that would be a pretty cool deal. And like yeah. I said, I think it had to be in select cities mm-hmm. uh, because it's got the Lucha name. So you would You'd have, have to, to lead, definitely have to do at least the West Coast. Yeah, you have to do you know California, you know um, probably you could probably do, I think it would do pretty good in Mexico. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it would. Draw They'd get a lot really more talent. <laughs> yeah, I think it would really draw over there, and they got a good working relationship with what is I think AAA maybe mm-hmm. over there. So, you know, I, I can see it, you know, in the future that it, it picking up and maybe doing a few house shows. I wouldn't film the shows yeah. anywhere but where they're filming them now mm-hmm. just because, like you said, the temple is part of the the show and it's part of the whole atmosphere of, yeah. of, that's of one the of Underground. The, that's one of the things I loved about this uh, this last week's episode of, of Lucha is, uh, uh, what was it, Cuerdo? He was, Dario Cuero. Yeah, that's it. I can never remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Uh, Dario Cuero was talking to uh, um, Johnny Mundo uh, in his office, and he was like, "You know, you and I, we've had our differences in the past. It's it's all about it's always been about business. It's nothing personal, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm sure you're a great guy, but you showed me something last week when you threw Alberto Patron oh, through my window, window yeah. and it you know it shows the window. It's just got a big board up on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm like I love that. It's yeah. it's they they. They focus on the story of what's going on. There's continuity. I love it. So it's just, you know, it's the little things. And, you know, like I said, it, it can be a little bit cheesy at times, but it it all works. I like how they have, like, uh, matter of fact, I've seen the episode where he got thrown through, and then the next mm-hmm. week was the, the trios uh, ladder, the ladder match, match. And they got that balcony. And yeah. I can't remember what the guy's name is. It's Angelico? Mark. Yeah. Yeah, he come running. <laughs> and yeah, the drop kick. Like, Holy Jesus, dude! Looked like he was doing like eighty miles an hour off the top of this he did thing. Two mm-hmm. different ones: one where he did a cross by, another one where he did a drop. But kick. speaking yeah. of that, when they got the, through the window, that they took a guy and they threw him up against the board, and the board falls off. Yeah. And there's you know there's Dario standing like That's, he's, on, he's on the phone like <laughs> he's like, he like I'm, I'm gonna have to call you back. Dude, that yeah. dude's facial expressions with anything. Yeah, it's, it's great. Great. I mean, well, he sells I mean, it. Yeah, he's just, he's awesome. But that's that's one of the that's one of the small details that I'm talking about that I absolutely love is that you know they had that moment where the board falls off that might have been planned it might have just happened but they had him in there in the office right he was not there yeah 
So it's we're just gonna like, have you in there the whole show. Yeah. So just in case if something happens, be prepared. And right. the fact that he'll come out every once in a while. Oh, by the way, yeah, he yeah. just walks out of his ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it just adds to it. I love it. So, um, yeah, Miz defeats Big Show via <laughs> count out. <laughs> yeah, this show is really. We're not on a regular. We're just schedule. shooting the We're shit just shooting this week. Shit, so I'm digging it. We're still yeah. talking wrestling, so it's all wrestling. Good. It's yeah. all good. It doesn't matter. Like Roman Reigns going up against Bray Wyatt. That's going to oh. be happening pretty soon. I don't know how I feel about I that. I am all about this Bray Wyatt. Like, I want to hire Bray Wyatt for Halloween to sit on my porch <laughs> and rock in a chair, and I want kids to come knock on my door, and he's telling them to run and watch these kids <laughs> scream and don't even get no candy. Like, that is where the price of admission right there. They've been trying to feed you candy, man. I've, Speaking of the candy, man. <laughs> I've always liked Bray Wyatt. I just don't like the – direction and everything else but see that's the thing like you know it, it used to kind of upset me because poor bray would never could never win a match mm-hmm. on a pay-per-view but it's like does he really need to win because his promos really outdo anything else that he does i mean he well, he's got that that he's like into that character he could talk but a lot of things are seem like he just talks in circles with the the, the like this one on Raw, I thought was great when he held up the picture and yeah, you know, I, I don't know if that's Roman Reigns' kid or not, but somebody's kid and Roman Reigns <laughs> and he starts singing "I'm a teapot." I'm like, oh, this shit is good. Like yeah. this, this shit is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like oh, this is get this is getting to be good. You know, I can't wait to see it. I don't, you know, hope this really does good in five weeks with this storyline here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've uh, I spaced out during that whole situation. I was like, oh no, here's Roman. Oh no, and here comes uh, Bray like, I, talking. I, I, I hate Roman. I'm not into Roman. I cannot. <laughs> back him in like at anything like i'm so glad they didn't put him over at mania i'm so glad he lost the money in the bank he i just can't get into him i could i could whenever he was part of the shield i was like i can see the him when he was being, the muscle yeah yeah i can see that because you had two other guys that can outwork him so that he just had and out talking <laughs> and out talking now this dude's talking he's still and it's like ugh. God. <laughs> well, and, was, and you can also have to blame uh the the writers for that right 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 because it's like Come on now, suffering succotash, really? Yeah. Who says that anymore? <laughs> exactly. Except for Sylvester the Cat. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's just if if they developed him the right way from the time that the shield split, I would have been more into it. Right. And it goes for, even further back to the debate that we had that they shouldn't have brought Daniel Bryan back until after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Because everyone was expecting him to win. And when it didn't happen. And when it didn't happen, the fans were like, fuck whoever wins. Yeah. Roman Reigns wins. Fuck you. We're and that's done. that's what happened. I mean, that's exactly what happened. And and I think it was uh, when I was watching on the network, the little 10 or 15 minute little Daniel Bryan about his upcoming DVD. Mm-hmm. He even said, like, you know, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't going to be in the Rumble. And <laughs> I knew what that, but they didn't have no choice because... The people were shitting on whoever was going to win. It didn't matter who was going to win. Yep. <laughs> but when, when Ray Mysterio came out number thirty and they booed him, and I was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" The you crowd knew just turned. something was bad there. And then just like when, even when you got the Rock out there trying to give you the rub yeah. to get that pop, and the fans aren't having it. Shit on even the Rock looked like, "Hold on, he's like, what the fuck he's is like, going on here? Where does this noise I haven't yeah. heard in so long?" Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's that's. He's like, "I'm you. not a heel right now. Why are they booing?" Yeah. What, what's that? Uh, that. That uh, picture they took when he's holding Roman's hand up, and he's like this. They they call that questioning. moment. He's like, like looking at him like, "What the hell? My my cousin just won." Yeah, 
and I'm here to help him. And your motherfuckers are booing him. I'm the rock. You're supposed to cheer. Yeah, that just tells you, like, it's, you know, people are not going to buy into, into Roman. I mean, they buy into it because they don't have a choice now because Daniel Bryan's not in the picture. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Bryan comes back, if he comes back and he gets back, I don't care who it is, he's going to pick up where he left off yeah. and people mm-hmm. are going to shit on whoever it is if he's not in that in that main event spot. Yep. It's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, He's they, trying to find a picture now of it. Yeah. But there it is. <laughs> He's just questioning. He's like, what is going on here? Like, huh? You won. But I'll tell you what really got me with the Bray thing is the WrestleMania when he called out the Undertaker. To me, he made that match without Taker having to be there. Yeah. Taker never – he made that, you know, know, the special effects or whatever, but – in his voices and stuff. But he basically sold that match – Without having to actually have the Undertaker there present, mm-hmm. yeah, Undertaker showed up at WrestleMania. That was the only time you seen him, right? Exactly. Yeah, the sub his voice he had. You, yeah, you heard his voice, and you heard him say, you know, the, the screen and the yeah. lightning. Dead man chair. is risen. But to me, if you got somebody like like Bray that could sell people, like could sell that match, and then have that anticipation, like I really thought, you know, going into that, like okay, he's you know he wants to be the new face. Of fear. I would be a bit surprised if Bray beat him. Mm-hmm. Like I was expecting, like what purpose does it have for Undertaker to win yeah. when he just got beat? Like yeah. there's no yeah. purpose for it anymore. So I could actually see Bray beating the, beating Taker at Mania and being what he said, the new face of fear. But when he I came wanted, out at the pay per view in that like butcher <laughs> deal, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted him to win, but like even with the Mania stuff, I was like, he's gonna lose because he's been losing. That's all he does is lose. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing that does bug me, but. But that's 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 what bugs me about it is that some of his promos, it's sort of like okay, it sounded cool, but what did he really say? And then you know you go and try and deliver, and you don't get the job done. So it's like it sounds more like you're all talk than than anything else. So that makes it you know it, it hurts yeah. him. Uh, he needs to but, get more wins. He needs to be the face of fear when people see him. They're like, oh shit, you know, I need then, to. I don't think you need the title to do it. Like I don't, I I really. I don't think no, he, he, I don't need think he needs a title. If he could keep going with the way he's going, that is to me is more than him winning that title cuz the you know, the title what's what good does that do for him, you know? Mm-hmm. If he wins it and he loses it, then everything he said up to that don't mean shit. So it's like, you know, he says, you know, me if I'd have been in the money in the bank, that would have been my destiny to the galaxy or whatever whatever, but he wasn't in it, so he still has something that he could go after and and try to fight for. And I think that's what's cool about Bray, and I, I like but, the gimmick. But to me, that that hurts him more uh, because he's he's not going to be in the title picture. Because even if he were to even say I'm coming for the title, or just even mentioning a championship, it would sound so out of character for him because right. he never. He, Rarely does he even say the title of a pay per view that he's got a match coming up. Right. And when he does, it sounds so out of place. So for him to come in and say, you know, John Cena or whoever, you know, Seth Rollins, your time has come for me to take what you value most. He could say something like that. But for him to say, I'm, I want the title, I want the championship, I want to be champion, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. He would have to come up with some different way of of, of saying that. But uh, I don't know. And Roman Reigns is not going to be able to to mic up with oh, him. No, no. Uh, you know the bad part is though too. And like, they're I don't know. 
I assume that they're still high on Roman, mm. or they want him to. Yeah, so, uh, to win. I think he's going to beat Bray. I don't want him to. But yeah, I think he's going to beat, beat him um, unless they have something that leads, you know, before that, you know. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised if if Roman went over in that match, to be honest. But uh, yeah, but stranger things have happened, so who knows? You know, I think uh, I think Roman, and this is early to, to make any kind of bold predictions or anything like that. Uh, I could see Roman getting the win because they still want to they want raise to push him you. up, right? However. Since we've spent like the last hour talking about all this new talent that's going to be coming up, honestly, I think I think Roman might get lost in the wayside. He probably will. I think uh, I think some of the newer talent's going to come up and outshine him. And uh, I can see him part of some type of tag team with somebody. Yeah, you know, he might he might fall back into the uh, tag team division or something. Belt. Maybe him and Ambrose tag team it up. But I can I can see him right now. I see him. Falling off to the wayside, yeah. going to be stuck in that mid card limbo mm-hmm. where it's it's insanely tough to get out and so, or at least if, if they bring the shield back, you'll have something. Yeah. Then, but other than I that. mean, they did they did such a poor job of establishing him from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. They could have done such a better job to make him think make him seem like a viable threat. He did an amazing job at WrestleMania. The match yeah. was awesome, but after that, he disappeared. Leading up to that. They didn't do enough, so I, I didn't think the match of Mania with with Roman and Lesnar was that great. I mean, really? I mean, they built this guy up to be like you know, you know this this big dog, and, and you know, and then he basically got his ass handed to him by Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, how many suplexes did they get up to? Like twenty something. I mean, <laughs> well, he had that the big story, comeback, and then here comes Rollins. Well, well the story for that was that Roman Reigns was that tough guy that he was. Resilient, he kept getting back up. Uh, you know, you so couldn't put Cena, him down. So, well, I was gonna yeah. say, every, anyone lately when Lesnar first came back, uh, he, he's had those matches with everyone, he just beats mm-hmm. the heck out of them. That shit, yeah, I, I love that. Like, yeah, I oh no, yeah, we great. love it. We love it. I'm yeah. glad. I, I wish they'd have kept the strap on Lesnar, mm. and for the simple fact of you know, people bitch because oh, Lesnar's not on TV every month, mm-hmm. who cares. You're champ. How many? You know, it, it's a champion. Like yeah. he don't have to fight. Like he's the champion. You should be chasing after him. And when you do get it, it's a special attraction deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heyman said it best. Like, what if you had Christmas every day for three sixty five exactly. a year? Like you lose the uh, the uh, the essence of Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's like, oh, I missed this one. Oh, that's okay. There's, yeah, there's more. Uh, yeah, more. I get it next week. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I think they should have. And I hope Lesnar gets it back, and I'm sure he will. Yeah. Um. And he goes off for the wayside for you know until they want to bring him back and give him something meaningful and have somebody ready for him. I think that's mm-hmm. great, and I'm okay with that. Mm. Yeah, but the uh, but the WrestleMania match, you know, they gave him they gave Roman like the same amount of suplexes that Cena received. They gave him where Undertaker received three F fives and got pinned. Uh, you know, Roman four. received four and still you know was able to to keep fighting. So it was definitely. It was uh, the 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 story being told was much better than the hype bringing up to it. Yeah, but how, I mean, you know, why why would it take Roman four FIs when it only took three for the Undertaker? Because he's and that resilient dead guy. Man, you can't get rid of. You can't yeah. kill that guy. Supposedly. Yeah. So what does you that? You can't kill him, right? So what does that say about Roman Reigns? You know. So I think I think you know I think it was a little too much, really. Um, it was a lot, but they I felt they did it a very strong way and the ending with with Rollins made the most sense for me as far as how they were going to get the belt off of off of Lesnar 
Yeah. Because he had a chance. Which uh, I, I was hoping, like, yeah, he was going to come down, cash it in, but I was thinking, okay, he's going to try to do something. Lesnar's going to catch him at five, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Boom, there's Lesnar with the title again. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh. Yeah, or Reigns somehow overpowers him, gets the title. Rollins comes in while right. Reigns is weak and get the title. The way that they orchestrated it to have it happen during the match was, I felt, the perfect way I thought to, it was cool because it. it was something different. You didn't have seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. So I was okay with it. You know? Yeah. And you know Le- Rollins wasn't going to pin Lesnar anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to do, okay, kid, you're going to, you, you know, Rollins is going to come out, hit you with the curb stomp, one, two, three, it's over. Mm-hmm. So, uh, going back into Raw, the Bella Twins had a two-on-one handicap match against Paige, which, logic, whatever, I don't get it. Bella Twins win. Okay, here, here's my thing. <laughs> here's a perfect opportunity for, since none of the Divas, you know, the other Divas want to help Paige because, you know, she's, you know, had, you know, she hasn't been the best ally or whatever yeah. she said. Okay, here's the best time to bring in somebody new from NXT yes. right now. You bring in Charlotte, let her come in, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" Like you know, and she don't, even, you know, she could be like, "Yeah, I, I, I've been hearing what you're saying, but I'm only here for one thing and one thing only, and that's for that title." Yeah, yeah. you know, that that's that's that this, was a prime that time. Is the perfect time for that to happen since nobody wants to back her. You have somebody from NXT. Be like, I've been hearing what you've been saying on every week on Raw against these Bellas, you know, and I'm here. To, to stand up and to fight the fight type deal, but mm-hmm. in the meantime, I still got my eye on the prize type. Yeah, deal. yeah, that was that would have been the perfect time for them to to debut someone new. Yep, didn't do it. Bellas get the win and they're like, oh boohoo, oh you lost, <laughs> we're bitches. What I really want to see is somebody I don't care who it is come in, throw that fucking belt on the ground and <laughs> declare Kevin Owens. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, this isn't divas. This is women. This is women wrestling. Right. We're standing up for women wrestling. Bring back I'm, the the new women. I'm declaring myself the women's champion. So you bring in Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch. Don't say it. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Bailey. No. <laughs> and no. who was the other one? There's one uh, other. Emma. 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 I'll, I'll, like, like I said, she, she she's, has been no, repackaged. She's an she's an extra behind this. Behind she's been the repackaging now. NXT, and I'm digging it. Yeah, if they could just transfer that. If they could get rid of the, of the Bellas, Summer Rae, Layla, Rosa, Rosa, Rosa Eva, Eva Marie, Marie. Even though I hate that because I really dig Eva Marie. Just my books. <laughs> keep, yeah. keep Naomi you can, and uh, you can keep find Naomi, Naomi. You can or, find hotter uh, ladies with red Tamina, hair. <laughs> and, and keep Natalia, keep Paige, and you bring all these girls in from NXT. That is a women's division. Yeah. Not that bullshit that you've been trying to pawn people as as a women's division. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why it's not a women's division. Yeah. It's the divas. divas. Whatever. Get rid the of the divas. divas. Get rid of them. Get rid of that Girl stupid bye. belt. Get a WWE World's Women Championship belt and yeah, there you that's go. one person. Cameron, get her ass out of there. That's one person we forgot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hate well, she ain't been on TV in so long. I done forgot about her. Yeah, that's true. Count it, ref. The what only the f- only uh, NXT or not NXT tough enough person from the last season that's in WWE is Cameron. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> First one let go. Only one on the roster. Imagine that. Yep. Girl, Gotta love that logic. So, uh, yeah. I mean. Just bring all of the ladies up at once <laughs> and just be like, we are here to fuck your world up. Like, it is over. Free no, 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 ride no. is done. Freaking 
four horse next women. Nexus women. style. That would be pretty cool. Just not Bailey. Bailey don't fit that, that. She doesn't fit. Well, that. if she does something different than the goofy, well, they're not gonna do that. They're Instead of putting her hands off, she does <laughs> that. <laughs> Slap bracelets that have been out <laughs> since I remember when I was like seven grade. Seven. Yeah. Okay, so you got Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch. Who's the fourth one in the uh, horse women? I would put. Uh, no, I would put uh, somebody like Natalia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's the, the veteran, veteran of the group, and I would put her in there. I mean, have them uh, come in and just wreck have, shop. Have them come in and just. What are your thoughts on Dana Brooke? Is that the the fitness the, girl? Yeah, the new power. Uh, I've seen her in one match. Insanely green at the moment. Yes, she is very green. I seen her in one match. It was her and Emma versus I forgot who, and I was Bailey really? and Charlotte. I Bailey and Charlotte. Some, I could see some potential, and then I didn't see her, and I'm like, and then they, of course they're hyper up at the Arnold Classic and. She's doing what they're, you know, what WWE wanted. Uh, she's got the, I think she, you know, she's got a great body. Uh, Too much makeup. For yeah, she liking. she does put a lot of makeup. I yeah, do like. Uh, she's trying so to like. I, match I'm curious up. to see how it's gonna go. Once is she gonna do both, or is she gonna like drop one and do, you know, be a wrestler? Like, yeah. okay, are you gonna be a wrestler? Or are you gonna be? Are you gonna commit or what? Yeah. So I'm curious to see how it's gonna go. There's there's some girls there that I think have potential. Yeah. Like the, and I don't get the blue pants gimmick. I She's just fun. That's all it is. Uh, I mean, when that song came on, then people da, freaking da, da, went batshit crazy. And I'm like, what the hell are you? Da, 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 I'm like, what is the deal da, da, here? You know? But uh, da, da, da. she worked Emma. Uh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> They got some good girls down there that have potential. <laughs> what I love about Blue Pants is that even the commentators are like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> yeah. She's over as hell with the crowd. She never wins, and yet the crowd is going nuts <laughs> for her. And it's like, Blue Pants, like, really? Like, what if she don't want to wear blue that day? I mean, <laughs> fuck. She's got the yellow stripe. It's okay. She makes she up for it. She wants to wear red pants with a fucking yellow blue stripe. Is she that's red like, pants? That's like the musical artist Pink. Her hair isn't pink anymore. Is this, oh, people still call her true. Pink. So. I, I, I don't. I, like I said, it was the first time I seen her, so I didn't really get it. <laughs> I think uh, Bliss uh, has got a, here, a, blue a, pants. Good, uh, a good. You know, she's got some time there. And I, I think, think she'll uh, be good. I think Big Cass sings Blue Pants's uh, entrance theme. I think he probably does. I mean, anybody can fucking sing it. <laughs> yeah, Just, I was like watching. I'm like, hey, get out there! I heard this music. I'm like. Take this microphone and sing the uh, the the Price is Right theme. <laughs> How are they getting away with that? That's what I want to know. Like, I guess because they got it dubbed down and it's not quite <laughs> that upbeat that you hear on the Price is Right. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's like one person. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> yeah! Duh, 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 duh. Blue pants, blue pants. I mean, they went batshit crazy for her. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like even okay. Mick Foley's a fan of her. Yeah, he's he's all over posting that. He's like so, blue pants, love it. Yeah, I know she was a worker, you know, on on the indie, on the independent. So I mean, I guess hey, whatever works works. You know, I think you could have. They gave everybody else different gimmicks. I don't know what the hell happened to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, going back into Raw, this is probably the longest it's ever taken us to get through a single Raw. But sorry uh, guys, nah, I'm digging it. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> the only thing I wanted to talk about. For the, there you go. There it is. It sounds like cats. <laughs> Oh, so sad. But uh, yeah, the <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, but the one thing I did want to talk about was Kevin Owens giving a power bomb to Machine Gun Kelly. That uh, was, hopefully that that just killed any more performances coming out. Like mm-hmm. I don't like I like, hate I when they do that. do that. It'd be different if it was like 
I don't know, Fozzie in you know <laughs> Jericho or something. I could see, but some kid that weighs like a yeah. buck five, soaking wet, and nobody fucking knows who Machine Gun Kelly is. The only reason he was there is because that's his home city, and who <laughs> cares? But like, the best part was him falling back and tripping. Oh, right, <laughs> that was the best get, part. Like, oh, he was God, like, get, get your ass over here! I got a power bomb. <laughs> What I thought was funny too was like when he came out and you you know you see he finishes performance and then you next you know like Kevin Owens comes out of nowhere like a ninja <laughs> oh and hey. he's just slow clapping and then he's like yeah man you know I'm and he, and he just like is he's clapping he's like I'm not oh you want me to show you I, I am not touching your hand yeah and he just like stopped and he just I, I think yeah I thought it was great I think he should have done the cradle pile driver like he used to do back in uh in <laughs> ROH days which he does a version and you know he kind of changes it up now but. Like, just kill the kid. Like, who cares? <laughs> Paul drivers are banned at WWE, right? And I think so. The King. Yeah. He was the only person who did it before his heart attack. Punk did it a few years ago. Yeah. But that was about it. Uh, but one of the things that I noticed, you know, obviously they didn't want him to get hurt. They had him right, they land had on the padding or whatever. Bad, yeah. uh, in order to try and hide it as much as they could, at least the impact, I noticed that the the far camera that was ringside zoomed in only on Owens and right. the the one that was on stage the steady cam they just stood behind Owens while he threw him down right uh, and I thought that was at least a nice touch and I really liked the visual of him uh, Owens throwing him down his legs are dangling a little bit like ah. yeah but what I <laughs> what I loved the most was that you see him go down. And it's just Owens standing there, arms by his side, and you just see the crowd. Right. Yeah. To me, I was like, that is an awesome visual. Because, you know, you, you never get the... I mean, for Mark Henry, when when they do Mark Henry's entrance where they stand behind him, I'm like, that's a cool visual because you, you get to see what he's right. seeing. But that was just a little bit better for me. Like, I, you know, I would love to get like a screenshot of that. And, you know, I'd, hell, I'd put that on, on a poster or something. I thought that was awesome. I thought you were going to say, you know, the best part was when he actually tripped. Yeah. He fell behind because <laughs> that part was cool. I have watched that a, a number of times <laughs> yeah, now. We did. We well, what I thought lot. was dumb, too, was after he powered, like, then all of a sudden his whole entourage or whatever. Yeah, get out of here. And then it's like, where's all the officials? Like, <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you see as soon as the kick happened, wouldn't the officials be out there like when. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No. Yeah, what are like, you doing? Like when, uh, when Bubba Ray powerbombed. May from the stage to the table, <laughs> like they were all out there trying to stop it. Oh no, they're just gonna let this like Kevin yeah. Owens beat the shit out of this some <laughs> punk ass kid that just performed. Well, his 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 crew was behind him on stage. If you I mean, hell, even when Mike Tyson was there, his whole crew was like <laughs> his, his whole back. entourage. You know, at least do make it Looks seem good. a little bit more legit. His crew has nothing on Kevin Owens. They can't beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Like after, like you know. And he did, I guess he's not a real wrestler, but he did like a, a bad job of selling like the power bomb, you know. But he kind of got yeah. up and he's like, "We gotta take him to the hospital." And he like <laughs> hear one of the rest like, "Well, no, we gotta take him to the back and stabilize his neck and make sure everything right." I just picked him up. You hear like some kind of conversation about that. It's like, <laughs> "We gotta go. We gotta go to the hospital." It's like at least they're sticking with it. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun to see it. I had the concert part of it completely on mute. But oh, uh, I. I, yeah. I, I, I I had a DVR, so I just fast forward oh, through it. Oh, lucky then, man! And then I seen Kevin Owens, so I had to like back it up a little bit, <laughs> hit play, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay, mm-hmm. shut this kid up, like you know. But mm-hmm. 
But after that, the main event overall, primetime players teaming up with Neville to go up against the New Day. Uh, it was good to see at least uh, Kofi Kingston was sporting some injury. I know Ambrose sold the leg a little bit whenever he came out to uh, to beat down Rollins. One he thing's was walking perfectly when he came out. <laughs> when, then he he first, when he first came out and uh, his music hit, he comes out on the stage walking around, yeah, come on, yeah. And, and then he, then he goes it. down the ramp. It's like, oh, shit, yeah. Oh, oh, ow, ow. Oh, man. Oh, God, it hurts so much. Uh, but at least Kofi also was showing the uh, the tape around yeah. his ribs, so uh, showing the worst for wear from the ladder match. Um, nothing really to take away from the matchup. It was a fine finish and whatever. The Red Arrow is always cool to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, beating the New Day. Good stuff. And then Brock Lesnar was named the opponent for, uh, for Seth Rollins. I think they could have done that different. Yeah. I was really here, here's here's my thing on the on the Lesnar like I had two scenarios like one how cool would it have been for like you know something would have happened during the ladder match where next you know he music hit here he comes everybody's like what the hell and he just starts killing people yeah mm-hmm. he ascends the ladder gets the damn briefcase and it's like okay who's gonna take this from this guy <laughs> yeah you know now he goes on a raw i thought at first they were gonna do that with bray, bray Wyatt. Yeah, I, yeah i'm like what would they do if he just climbed that ladder and took yeah. the briefcase like, like how would they run like, with that what if he came out in the main and took the belt like is wouldn't he technically be the champion i mean he yeah. did grab the belt yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. but yeah i think you know because the way they made it you know Oh, he's suspended indefinitely, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, we can't find nobody else for Rollins to do." So we're starting to rethink how we're invested in. You. And JBL says something like, "It could be somebody we don't even know." Like you know, kind of yeah. like. Well, that's that. You know, that's the part of him selling the. Yeah, the that's the good thing about JBL is selling mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> but you know, we are, everybody knew it was going to be Lesnar. I mean, yeah. it was you yeah. know, but you know, it was good to see Lesnar. You know, I think he's going to be great. Uh, you know, I like the new shirt, Suplex City, and I hope he keeps like every town he goes to has it. I've seen that Cleveland like, City, he, he yeah, Cleveland oh, City, that was Suple- pretty cool. Yeah. And then on the bag, it's got the, the Jimmy you know, Johns and it's got the Jimmy Johns with the caution, and he's somebody's getting Suplex. They get it's it, it, just taking over right there, man. Suplex Exit City F5. World Tour, yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff. Uh, one of the ways I thought they could have introduced him is, uh, you know, Triple H was delivering that cool speech about you know the cold you turn into dust you turn into a diamond and pressure and all that instead of waiting for the music to hit if paul Heyman would have just been standing ladies in the back and, yeah. ladies and gentlemen i i think i think they they, they you know they could have come out there and been like you know we're going to name somebody and you know it, of course it's not going to be kane or it's not going to be j and j which everybody knew that but uh, you know before they had to say i think they should have still maybe kept the 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 fans on on edge maybe it could be Dean could it be Roman you know what who yeah. is it really or is it gonna be or who could it be and then all of a sudden you hear the music you have Heyman come out be like well you know I got I never we never he never got his rematch yeah. mm-hmm. and we're gonna take it right now so we're naming ourselves his next opponent who wants to stop us yeah, yeah who's nothing. who's gonna stop us now you know mm-hmm. you try to you try to <laughs> suspend me and I'm gonna come and do it anyway mm-hmm so, I think that's. I think that would have been a little bit more poetic. I think it. I think it had been a little better than the. Oh, here's your next opponent, and then you hear the music. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, or they could have even done a false. Uh, they could have done a tease. They could have said, you know, they could have. He done. He could have done his whole speech. Dean Ambrose's music hits. Right. Like and they thinks it's him, and yeah. it's not. And then yeah. That would have been uh, that would have been a nice little there, touch there, as there's well. There's several ways they could have done. Well, he it. He came they, out there and like, "What are you doing here, Dean?" Yeah, you're not the you're opponent. Not the, <laughs> yeah, 
and then you hear and you throw Heath Slater or some some bullshit like that. <laughs> I'm not in it again. Yeah, you know, I mean, they could have done it so many different ways, yeah. and it's like they do it so bland. Just yeah, it was like you know, and it it seems like every time Lesnar comes out with ever whoever it is, except for that one time with with Cena when he just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> but it's like every time he comes out, it's like he gets in the ring mm-hmm. and it, nothing happens. Like no. you thought it something was going to happen with Rollins because you could tell he was like getting all, and then he just. Tucked his tail between his legs and he just walked on about his business. Well, they they told the story of Rollins going, "Oh shit!" Like, right? It really like he about my, to piss himself. Like he was like, oh, oh, he well, he couldn't well. look Lesnar in the yeah, eye. He was look he was looking down like a dog with his tail between his legs. Like, but he could have shown something with the whole speech that he just got. Like, yeah. you know, he could have looked like that and then turn and then try to do something and have Lesnar catch him in it, and then he weasels himself out of it mm-hmm. and he runs up the ramp. Or, something, yeah, or even, uh, or even have him bow up a little bit, right? And then Lesnar takes that one step forward and he's like, "Oh shit, he's calling, he's yeah. calling me out on this. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm out of here. Uh, see you guys later." Well, isn't it today because Brock is supposed to be a face? Yeah, Ish. he's a face now. Well, that that happened as soon as all the suplexes. So I mean, that, that yeah. pretty, but that that when he started doing all that, that pretty much just made him. Once he face. said Suplex City, yeah. that was yeah. it. Suplex City, bitch. Welcome to Suplex City, bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, there he is the next shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marketing, yeah. good Marketing stuff. Marketing at its finest. Yep, so really cool stuff. We don't have any Q&A. We've pretty much covered all the hot topics and all the other stuff. It's been a really fun show. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this one. I appreciate um, having me be a part of yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, Curtis. Thanks, Ryan, for stepping in. We no appreciate problem. it. Always um, I don't know if Doug's going to be back next week or when, so. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a... Maybe well, I'll be here next back. week, maybe, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. Fill in for Doug. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. So, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to check out our show on SportsRadioBeaumont.com, SportsRadio1450, 1510, KIKR, all the good stuff. Uh, you can check us out. <laughs> Make sure you submit questions to us on our YouTube page, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. And you can also find us on Twitter, at WNS Podcast. You can mm-hmm. find me on Twitter, mm-hmm. at WNS underscore yeah. Daniel. You can find Tyler Bullshit. at Tyler underscore Abear. <laughs> I don't even know the password to get in my Twitter. Well, you need to get it. Ryan is at King Scorpio 11. 11, not 911, but yeah. yeah, there you go. Curtis, you got anything to plug? Hurricane Pro? Hurricane Pro, uh, June 27th. Any Twitters, the Twitters? To, uh, to plug? I do have a Twitter. Uh, barely get get on. It's at Curtis the Beard. The Beard. Um, the like beard. I said, uh, follow me on, on Twitter. Uh, every once in a while, I kind of throw a tweet out there. But other than that, I don't get on Twitter. All right. Good stuff. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Hope to check you all next week for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Aber. This is Ryan. This is Curtis. And we'll check you all next week.